A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting with Jeff Logaman and Captain Kirk Waltz. Wow. wow. We're all here? Wow. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, yeah. first time in a while. Five, six weeks? Monumental. It might be. No, it's longer than that. Longer than it, that. it might be. Yeah. Yeah, all together. It's yeah. probably like eight weeks, you know? I don't know where y'all been. I've been here. I don't really know how to act. Yeah, really? Like, I, I, I want to be, like, just happy. Mm-hmm. But then it's me, so I don't really know. <laughs> that just kind of says it all, doesn't it? I just feel like being grumpy. The man Dude. speaks the truth. Absolutely, yeah, it's like one of the, the seven dwarfs. It's yep. just not going to change. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, somebody told Chris last last week. They're like, "Dude, you get grumpy in your old age." I'm like, "No, dude's been grumpy his whole yeah, life." That's <laughs> right. I came out grumpy. Swing it. I did. Born that way. Good good to see you guys. Good good to be seen. Nice to be here. It's been a You guys are beautiful. Yeah. Oh, brother. Yeah. A good week, man. I'm I'm uh, a great week. Yeah, the fishing this week was really good. Fishing the last three weeks, phenomenal. Yeah. Yesterday was unreal. Yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Had a good time. Um I'm hoping it stays phenomenal tomorrow too. it, It will. Yeah. Are you going we're, tomorrow? We're, we're, we're going to talk a lot about this, about the weather and stuff, simply for the fact that it's getting ready to get better. I know that sounds crazy, but it's getting ready to get better. I tell you what, the weather yesterday was unbelievable. It's, it, it's, you it know was what? like being in air conditioning yeah, it's, it's, all it's, day it's long. It's crazy offshore. You know, where, when I say offshore, offshore. Offshore. <laughs> I'm telling you what. You weren't on land. No. 10 miles out, Jeff, yeah. it was cloudy. Yep, I bet it wasn't a lick over eighty degrees. No, it, it wasn't. You're right. Slight breeze. Yep, it was almost. It was bizarre. I was uh, looking at the weather up in Georgia, and uh, all week long, you know, I'm looking at the weather. Yeah. You know, because this is the time of year you start to, you know, your your neck's starting to swell a little bit. Absolutely. You're getting excited for the season. Yep. And uh, sitting there going, all right, when's the weather going to cool down a little bit? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the 60s up there. Dude, I'm the off. Next couple I, days. You I, going? I, I am off for five days. I, Good I, for I you. scheduled this and I kept looking at the weather and I go, I cannot believe that it's going to be in the mid to low 60s in the mornings 
Ain't that something? <laughs> with the, a north the, with a north wind. The it's high like, the highs are in the eighties today. I, that's crazy for up there <laughs> this time of year. It's a hundred. It's this, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I, I am I am like extra stoked. I got today. a I got a little time, you know, after we got back from Canton, which uh yeah, I'll share some stories with that. But anyway, got back from Canton, you know, had a a little bit of time to to spend with the Jaguar stuff, and then I was like, "All right, I I got to get away," mm-hmm. and ran up to Georgia on Tuesday. And Gerald met me up there. You know, he's up there now. So uh, so we hopped in the in the Polaris, and man, it was awesome. You yeah. know, it's that you know we went and we checked uh, all the ladder stands, put the straps right. back on, yep. trimming shooting lanes, and yeah, nice know, getting all that stuff together. And it's like so exciting. Yep, yep. I'm you taking know? the pole saw so with exciting me today. Can't, can't I, I got a wait. new, I got a new pole saw this year, mm-hmm. and I bought it back in the spring, mm-hmm. and it was, and I, I think it's a still steel, uh, one thirty one. You want to talk about an absolute cutting machine? Yeah, mm. I mean, I'm talking. How long is it? Uh, it's the back. It's the Mac Daddy. It's the Mac Daddy. Yeah, it's the Mac foot. Daddy telescopic. Right, go all the uh, way the out to feet. like eleven some foot. Yeah, that's okay. A, that's a long one. But the but the cut. The cutability, okay, to use another yeah. term, I'm a, I'm going to impress Gordon there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm going to check if that's is that a, a word. Term? Yeah. I don't know if that's it a almost, thing. Almost sounds like all. a Kirkism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. almost. Put that in the dictionary too. <laughs> almost. Yeah, let's just put that in. The cutability uh-huh. of that thing is it literally it cuts your time in half compared to my old pole saw. Right. You know, which is like you know, almost like you felt like it was a butter knife. You know, this thing here, man, is zink zink. Yeah, yeah my, my, wow. my mine's getting old. I'm uh, about about every about every two hours of use, it it just blows the chain off. <laughs> All right, and, and, and that's yeah. exactly yeah. the problem that I was having on my old one. Right, right. I'm just telling you, do you need to get this 131, okay. and you'll you'll take that one you got, uh-huh. and you'll throw it in the trash and never look back. Okay. Well, if you get ready to throw it in the trash, just call me up. Mm. I I'll, 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 I'll tell I'll you what, I still it. got mine. You take yours, get your new one. And what, what and what do you have? Twelve. But what is it? The one the old one you have? What brand? It's steel. Okay, yeah, I think I got, mine's. I got, a, I got a, My old one might be an Echo. Yeah. Or steel. But anyway, we'll to give them to Kirk and we'll let Kirk yeah, have I got them. The we'll Club let Kirk get to work out. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, we'll work <laughs> yeah. them out. All right. It, it. Let me ask you this: Is the new one any lighter? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're heavy, man. There, yeah, you got to have a strap. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> they'll, they'll wear you out. When it takes twice as long to accomplish the goal, you don't feel the weight as much. Right. Or you feel the weight twice as much. So, right. in other words, when it's faster cutting, now all of a sudden, even though it's heavy, but you're getting things done so much faster, you don't mind it as right. much. Yeah, you just lay it up there, pull the trigger, and it's done. Yeah. Yeah, but I get that. There's no question that those things are not easy to handle. No. And when you're using a pole saw, a lot of times you're cutting stuff over your head, so you're reaching your arms up yeah. and holding that pole saw, and so it, your upper back and your neck just get all tight. I mean, yeah. my, my neck right now from using that pole saw, yeah, like I, I, I can't turn. If somebody tapped me on the left shoulder and said, "Hey, man," I'd have to like rotate Flinch. my whole body around. Oh. And say, hey, what? Yeah, hey, I, <laughs> I get it, I get it. I, no. I, I, I pinched a nerve this week, and I have. I hit a wave, a wake coming in, and we had a really hard south wind one day. Yeah, and and I was taking my time coming in, and and and, and I and, and I felt it in my between my my neck and my shoulder. Mm. 
Dude, lift I got, you up? I, I got home and I couldn't lift my arm. Mm. <laughs> I was like, it was like dead weight. I was like, what in the hell is, I'm serious. Tight. Just like, I was like, oh my God, I can't lift my arm. And and, and I had these tingles going up and down. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, Carrie, <laughs> Hold you got to get this out, man. I mean, and she, she did, <laughs> but it was, it yeah. was, I mean, it was hurting. I mean, she had to get in there with like her thumbs and hurt me. That ain't good. But, but man. Yeah, anyway, I've never I've never had that happen before. Our bodies are getting cranky. Yeah, I know. I know. It is it is <laughs> Maybe it is becoming the end of the season. Cranky. You know? Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm trying to keep that crankiness to a minimum. Holding it at bay a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You know? Ready yeah. for ready for uh, a little, you know, stretch of health here. Because hunting season's coming up. No, we don't I, need, I, I, we don't yeah, need anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had I've had two extremely busy weeks and and and, and I had scheduled these three days off Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And uh, to go up to the property, and I, I don't know how much easier you're going to be on yourself up there working. You know? Oh, you never are. You never. <laughs> you are. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but like- I, I've I've learned, and I've learned. I've gotten a little bit smarter. You know, first of all, you you always want to work smarter, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I, you know, in years past, you know, ten years ago, it was no big deal to go up there and work from daylight I, to dark. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. And now you're just like, okay, you got to work to a certain point and then you got to stop. Right. Yeah, just ride around. And, uh, or go get in the AC. Yeah, or, or go yeah, sit in the cabin. Got, and, yeah. and to give you an example, when, uh, when we got up, when I got up there on Tuesday and me and Gerald went at it, and, uh, and then Wednesday, you know, I got up and six o'clock, fixed a cup of coffee and started, started going, you know, blowing yeah. off the Porsche, you know, to, uh, dusting some things inside. And then I went and got the, Front end loader with the John Deere and started moving gravel in the driveway to kind of get that fixed back up again, and then hooked up the bat wing was mowing fields, uh-huh. you know. And then so I mean that was you know starting at six a.m. Mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden at two thirty, okay, you get done mowing all the fields. Gerald jumped on uh, the one tractor, and so we were kind of double teaming it. And then once it got done, I was like, I'm done. That's it. Two yeah. thirty, I'm done. Yeah. And I'm not mm-hmm. doing anything more today. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Did that's- you take a nap? No, I had to drive back. Here. Oh, yeah, drive back here. Okay. Drive back. Yeah, well, that's why. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, I could. Yeah, yeah, I could have <laughs> taken one. Oh man, it would have been a good thing. You know, I've got a chance to string some days together up there. You know, but this time of year, that's not happening. Yeah, that's all right. Kind of part of the deal. I know Kyle went out this week and put up. He came in from out of town and put some new spy cameras up. Cool. And um, he's got a six hundred acre piece up in St. Mary's now too. So he put a camera up there for me. He said, Dad, I'm going to put two stands up for you and put a camera up for for, for me and started taking so pictures. So you're a good son. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good son. You, you, you did all that for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's so he actually sent me a picture this morning of a really nice buck. I just sent it to you guys. Mm-hmm. It just came up on the camera a little while ago. So it's uh, – Yeah, I just I just saw that nice buck. Hey, did uh, – So we had a, a, a really good – time this week and love some of the pictures that we had up on our our facebook page and uh i don't know if people saw it but the uh some of the pictures from the hall of fame are up yeah, on yeah that was pretty instagram cool. page which which is pretty neat and that was a great great time and i'll get in a little bit that uh in a little bit of that later but one of the coolest things that we did was uh we were up there from wednesday to sunday mm-hmm. and me and tara went and Wednesday, we kind of had to ourselves did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland thing. That was cool, man. Oh, neat. 
That's a cool place. If you ever get the chance and you're okay. in the area around Cleveland, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is totally worth it. Chris would love it. I mean, absolutely, yeah. Chris. Just, nice. That is, Chris. Have you ever been? I have not. See, see, now there's a whole there's a whole thing. There's a thing about okay. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that there are lots of acts in there that aren't technically rock and roll acts. Oh, so, there's no doubt. So yeah, that's, yeah, there's no doubt. But I mean, if if you're just a little bit, are you telling me Dolly Parton's not rock and roll? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to answer. <laughs> Question him. But, but to, I this think is a Chris, family show. So exactly. I was thinking of Chris, and, and I was thinking of you, Chris, because in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they have this room, and it's like called the garage room or whatever. Uh huh. And it's literally it's it's a whole room of of uh, you can join the band. Oh come on! Yeah, so you walk in there, and come then there's on. like five five or six stations in there, and you can like go up there and grab an instrument. Oh, come Sit down on. at the drum set. Yeah, yep. So, you know, pick up a guitar. Right, oh. right up your alley, Chris. And, oh, yeah. and then they have another room attached to that where they literally have all, like a whole band set up. So you can go in there and, and jam with other people oh, that are hanging oh, out cool. in the Rock and Roll Hall of that Fame. That might be worth it. Which, you know, of course, I can't play any instrument. Yeah, can, Hopefully totally you can, can play some music, yeah. <laughs> I, can, yeah. I can beat on the drums. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe turn into John Bonham. <laughs> But it was cool to see all these <laughs> no, other people. No, you ain't turning into John Bonham. No, it's just like no chance. But it was cool to see yeah. these other people that just sat down and started jamming with each other and making music together. And I was Didn't like, Didn't know that's each cool. other from a can of paint, just and did then it. They had oh, a, that's awesome. Yeah, and then they had Chris a, a whole room with all these couches. And literally up on the wall was like 20 different guitars. You just pick whichever one you want to, want to off of the wall and play it. Really? Oh, oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so okay, cool. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested. But, uh, but I'm just happy that Kiss is in there. I'm I'm all good now. Yeah, yeah. But the and the week was great. The induction, the all the different events, all cool. The game, you know, not so great. But uh, it's all fame game, and they don't play anybody. Right. But then on Sunday, which was the day we were scheduled to leave, our flight wasn't until like five o'clock. And so I, me and Tara were talking, what are we gonna do? And so we're going to Amish country. Mm-hmm. Oh, and literally like thirty minutes to the south of Canton. Uh-huh. Because I just went oh, to yeah. you know you, what do you do? You Google it. You know you go to Google Maps right. and you type in Amish farms. Yeah, and and I did that, and, and then we hit the road, and within thirty minutes, all of a sudden you started seeing beautiful country. Yeah, beautiful country. Yeah, yeah beautiful country. And oh, and it was kind of wild. I'm like, all right, where's everybody at? You know, this is Sunday now. Yeah. Okay. Where's everybody at? The church. Yeah. And as we're riding down these, and we went down these single lane kind of, you know, small, not as double, you know, no, put it this way. There was no white stripe or yellow stripe in the middle of the road. These yeah. are country roads. Country right. roads. Yeah. yeah. And on the home. side of the road, there was like a black kind of a marking in the road. And I started thinking, and then I saw something. I was like, Oh, I know what that is. The wagon. Where the horse and the wagon. It's where the horse and the wagons yeah. are going down yeah. the right side of the right. road, Absolutely. and they're pooping and then oh, yeah. using their hoof marks on that part of the pavement. Yeah. And, but we hadn't seen any horse and buggies yet. Well, then we got right into the kind of main part of the Amish country. Man, there's horse and buggies and, you know, the uh-huh. people wearing their Sunday best. And, yep. and But what was so in- impressive, the farm ground that these – folks are planting and it's almost all where we were at all corn and soybean mm-hmm. and they plant a lot in strips you're not seeing any cars okay right okay 
I'm not seeing any tractors. Nope. And then when you see, like if you're driving in Georgia, Mm -hmm. okay, or Illinois, and you see these big commercial farming operations and you you see the edges of the field, you'll see corn or soybean that maybe don't look quite that good on the edge of the field. Right. You know, maybe it gets kind of sparsely planted. Right. It ain't the case in Amish country, man. They must go and right. plant by hand every square inch of the edges of these fields and, and hand distribute fertilizer because yeah. every edge of these fields was a deep, dark, luscious green. Mm. And they didn't not plant be, you know, not plant this little area because the planter won't fit in that little area. Oh right. no. Oh no. I mean like down to small points it was perfectly right. planted. Yeah, they use every bit of their land. That's right. It That's is right. crazy. Yeah. And yeah, I grew up I grew up in Pennsylvania Dutch yeah. Amish country. Yeah. So yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, so I, got, I, can, I can tell some stories. Where 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 I hunt in Indiana, twelve mile is Amish country. The, the, the Walmarts have rails. Yeah, that's right. Please, yeah, where but, you can pull them up, well, tie them off. Yeah, where they tie the horses off. I mean, you you pull up into a Walmart and there's four or five horses yeah. tied up. I mean, it's pretty, when, pretty cool. Uh, and the terrain is a lot of rolling yeah. topography. And so when yeah. you hit, like you crest a knoll, you're looking for two, three miles of this just everlasting green of corn and soybean and, and barns. Yeah, you can see the patchwork. And yeah. there's no cars. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's just like, wow. And it sat and it just kind of made you sit there and think <laughs> and go, man, to, to live a simpler life like this <laughs> would be bad. Did you check it? Did you look in any of their barns, though? That's, I'll leave it at that. I, I, yeah. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, the one thing I was a little bit disappointed, it was a Sunday, and so a lot of the, the craftsmen, the trade, the different trades they make furniture etc oh yeah. Uh, yeah everything was closed you know Ooh. so it would have been pretty cool maybe to stop in and see some, some of, Amish butter or something <laughs> whatever yeah. you know <laughs> but anyway uh, i would highly recommend folks if if you're ever in that area it'd be a cool little road trip to do the rock and roll hall of fame do the pro football hall of fame and then take a little ride in amish country you'll be like blown away anyway let's take a break here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you'd like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010. I think sometimes uh, names can be misleading, and with Tire Outlet, that's the case because, I mean, you know that that's the place to go to get a tire, but that's not the only reason that you go to Tire Outlet. Yep. They've got uh, full bays to where they do service they do everything they, but transmissions. transmissions yep that's right so if you and need they, your they, oil they, change you need your motor fix you mm-hmm. need anything else done tire outlet locations all across jacksonville 13 of them as a matter of fact welcome wow. back to yep. the uh, nimnick chevrolet outdoor show jeff logham captain captain favor captain kirk waltz all in studio for the first time in about two months yeah it has been about crazy two months. yeah it has been we need, to, we, need, we need to do a weather update do we? <laughs> yeah. I would do yeah. that. I want to. I want to do a weather update. Brought, it, brought to I, you I, by. I'm loving it. Brought to you by the uh, Bearded Pig, best barbecue in Jacksonville. <laughs> I think it's the first time you've been giddy about the weather. Oh, well, I'm, I'm giddy about the weather. Favors <laughs> fired up about it. All right, this is the uh, the Long, retro weather. Is bad rubbing he's his like, hands together. The first sentence is what Favor wants to hear. 
A cold front. Oh, yeah. Bring it to me. Will move south across the region today. The front will move just to the south on Sunday, then dissipate into Monday. Another cold front. Oh, bring it to me. Will move south into the region Monday night. Oh, yeah. Into Tuesday. And this front will then waver north and south across the area through next week. Nice. Nice. I don't think anybody's going to complain about it. Oh, goodness gracious. What does that mean? Well, what does it mean, Jeff? Our weather here west winds, five to 10 knots, becoming northeast in the afternoon, sees one to two feet. I can feel it on my neck now. Sunday, north winds 5 to 10 knots, becoming northeast 10 knots in the afternoon. Seas 2 to 3 feet with a period of 7 seconds. On Monday, north winds 5 to 10 knots, becoming east in the afternoon, seas 2 feet. That's not bad oh, it's, for north it's, it's wind. Gonna, I'm just telling you. It's setting I, up I, for a pretty ocean. I, um, I literally said this on my fishing report with Jeff Prosser yesterday. And Kirk, you probably concur. It if there was ever like one or two days to take off of work to mm-hmm. go fishing, you I, th- I think Monday and Tuesday are yeah. going to be unbelievable. Yeah, Un- the, it's not going to start the mullet run, Jeff. But no, it's it, not going to blow it, it up. It's 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 not. But they've already started. They've they're they're coming around the corner already. This is going to bring them to the inlet. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, and it's going to be a show. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a show. Tarpon are piled up at the inlets right oh, now. Oh, my all, gosh. All of them. Yes. All the way up to Nassau, St. Mary's. Well, you need to send some south, and I think that that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good thing. All right, let's do a uh, Tides report brought to you by Angie Subs. If I go today, it'll be three days in a row. <laughs> really? Good gosh. What's the record? Uh, that would be the that record. That would be the record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Must yeah. Have, like, I had a craving. I had a craving. You know, sometimes you get cravings. Yes, I do. And uh, before before going to Canton for the week, uh, I didn't have an, an opportunity to go by Angie's. And so I was like, really jonesing for an Angie's. So then I go to Canton, and I'm like, really jonesing for an Angie's. And so I get back, and I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. Man, yeah, you just okay. got to stop. So I'm like, you know, but when you jones for a while, you're like, what? you got like three things that you want to get. Mm-hmm. So the other day, I went and I got Dr. Banks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gosh, dog. I'd like to have another one too. You so know? I just got one to go home. Yeah, and I was thinking about it, but I was like, you know what? I don't need to do yeah. that. I, I <laughs> ate too good at Canton and celebrated a little too much, put on a few pounds. I'm like, oh, I don't need that. Yeah, so, uh, it'll happen. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll come back tomorrow and go for the game. You know, uh-huh. eat late lunch. You know, and kind of tie me over through through to the late night. So I went back yesterday, oh. and I got a wife kicked me out. And yesterday was uh, Joe Fortunato's birthday, which Joe is okay. used to be Hey Joe. On, yes. Uh, 96.9 he right. does he's our uh, executive producer of radio right and uh, it was his birthday yesterday and he loves the philly cheesesteak sandwich okay so you so bought him one. i had to buy him one sure. and bring it to the stadium so he could have a birthday very nice so, wow that's very nice so, good for you yeah so uh, so happy, cool. happy birthday to joe but yeah angie subs right there at the corner of beach and Pemba, the best sub shop in jacksonville and the french fries yesterday were money <laughs> Money. I mean, like perfectly, mm. just light brown, and oh man! Uh, mm. Wait, have you fished the last couple of days? It has to do with the tides. Yes. The the the, the low tides yesterday. Or, or, or low epic. low. Yesterday low. was unreal. I went to dump the dead fish off the dock. Yeah, and I had to keep walking. I was like, "Where yeah. is all the water?" Uh, I I know that uh, Leon sent pictures of Palm Valley. No water. No water. Yeah. No water. 
<laughs> and he had the, he, the next picture was him sitting at the bar with a beer with his waiting. boat tied up. Yeah, yeah. waiting until he get a little water. Unbelievable. Yeah, I've heard, I heard that. Uh, crazy. Crazy low. Crazy low yesterday. Gor- okay. Gordon was saying like the ditches up in Palm Valley were didn't have any water in them because of the low tide, I guess. Yeah, there's it, it's it's unbelievable. I'm telling you, they, they couldn't even bring boats in and out of Comanche Cove. You know how you know, a little bit bigger boat. I right. mean, and Palm Valley doesn't have a whole lot of water. It does I mean, not, they're bro. dredging that whole yeah. canal thing mm-hmm. all the way through. Yeah, it's, there. it's nine, twelve feet. I mean, it that's was, that's the was, that's the crazy thing, and I I, didn't, I never knew this, but the um, the homes that are all along Roscoe, which that's that yeah. road that's in Palm Valley, uh-huh. they 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 have to time the boats. You know, as far as like taking a boat on and on and off the boat lift. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they have to time it up to where there's only the certain tide. times yeah. that they can get the boat on the lift. Yeah, sure. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. I'd say it was over six feet below normal. No, six feet. Six, six feet. Six feet. I'd say six. Well, yeah, you know, you know. I mean, if you think about it, a so, six foot low tide is what I'm saying. Okay, so so it's two feet. Well, okay. So it's like I, I a negative you. two is what you're saying. Absolutely. I'm, okay. And what I, I saw I, yesterday, I, I have I, not I, seen I it that low. I don't know that it's not more than that. It, it could have been. Yeah, because it There was, was stuff sticking out of the water I hadn't seen in yeah. years. I mean, the, the, the Volano ramp was just about useless. Dried up. You really had to. As a matter of fact, on Thursday, when I backed down, mm-hmm. I got out of my truck and, and walked. I waded out to the end of the ramp. See if it was just to make sure exactly because you know I mean I know where it is. You don't want but I want to make sure my lip. tires yeah. are not because it, and it was all I could do to get the boat because I couldn't I couldn't dump it in the water. You know. But anyway, all right, well, be careful with that today. Here's the tides at the Mayport uh, Mayport Bar Pilot Dock. They have a high tide at 10:23 a.m. That's a 5.09. At 4:07 p.m. It's a low tide and that's a negative point four. So. I would expect. I mean, why is it so much lower well, than that? Well, I think we had a couple of days of west wind, and then you had a oh, big yeah. moon. That's right. We had we west had a full wind, full moon, and once it started ripping out, let me tell you what: when it ripped out Thursday, yeah, yeah it, it was, was smoking. It was it was smoking, and it was low, low, uh, low. Tomorrow morning at four forty four a.m. That's your low tide. That's a negative point three seven. So again, in the morning, it's going to be low, low. Yeah. So if you're planning on going in the morning, just be careful. I yeah. mean, seriously. Watch well, the drop going. off. Yeah, we're know? going. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Going, uh, going with Captain Chip. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. The dog's got it in the water. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to that. Oh, you're going to have fun. Me and Dylan are going to go with you. You're going to have a great day. Yeah. I, I'm, I got my fingers crossed. Can't wait. Yeah. He, he's been on them. He I has know. been on them. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Now. And then I think the next uh, few days after that, I'm going to have to get after it with the kayak. Hey, you never did. Uh, we saw pictures of you at Kirby Co. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I never gave you the update on that. We had a good day. Okay. We had a good day. We fished. That was before Canton, the weekend before leaving for Canton. So that was Sunday two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. I guess. And had no problem getting bait in the river. I mean, the shrimp is thick Mm -hmm. in the St. John's River. I mean, it's crazy. Thick. They're all over. Awesome. And literally had like no tide, wrong tide. Uh, still incoming and through the net. It was, you know, two dozen to throw, dozen to throw, wow. whatever. Yeah. And it was awesome. Hit the docks. And, man, the mangrove snapper are everywhere. So you got to have extra and shrimp. And some keepers. Oh. 
Yeah, uh, there's some good ones. Yeah, there's some good ones now in St. John's River. Ones. Now south of downtown, that's yep. where we're fishing at. We uh, we caught some sheep's head. We caught some redfish. Uh, had nice. a good day. I mean, there's been some flounder reports in the river that have been really good. Uh-huh. But uh, any any decent sheep's head? I mean, um, uh, a couple keepers. Okay, yeah, I had a couple keepers. Yeah, I heard a funny report yesterday. I had a Eddie Barrera that that uh, did the Angelwood shoot with us mm-hmm. with Allstate, uh-huh. and had his guys out yesterday. They they uh, went out and fished with me on that gift certificate I donated to yeah. the to the Angelwood. And anyway, he told me he had a friend of his. That went gigging one night this week, went to gig flounder. He said there were so many sheephead that he just forgot about the flounder and was gigging sheephead. Nice. Mm. And got a nice mess of them. Yeah, there's, there's so there's a lot of heads moving right. around. Oh I don't, yeah. I, I, you know, well, the, the the trout bite this week, I know, I, you know, which is really weird. That's the one that thing is strange for August. It, it's been awesome. The one thing really? about the trout yeah. bite and is that there, I haven't heard any. Anything strong about them being in the St. John's River? We never caught a trout the right. other day. Usually, you catch a yep. trout. Mm-hmm. And I saw some picture Mike yeah. Hayes put up. They went with Bog McNally, I guess, one day this week, and he had some good ones. Some, some trout, some big fat ones. Yeah, yeah. good, good. That, that that, but that me. was I don't think that was down like south of downtown right. St. John's. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they this. stay pretty hush hush. I, I got that. a pretty yeah, good idea. Do. I got a pretty good idea where he was at okay. catching those trout. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I ain't saying because uh, yeah. I'm, I might uh, I yeah, might but, not get a really good service call from Thick Pen Heating and Cooling <laughs> yeah, the next time I have an issue. Yeah, yeah, we'll be out there uh-huh. in a, you know in like an hour, and now. you know, and three hours pass. So, hey, Mike, well, when you coming? Well, yeah, we couldn't get to it today. You know, we're gonna have to wait until tomorrow. You know, yeah. what's up? What do you mean, Mike? And he goes, Well, you remember that time you talked about where I was catching them fish? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk about it again. Yeah, payback, yeah. baby. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. Though. Anyway, thick pen heating and cooling, 904 448 1962. Don't give away his fishing spots and you'll get great service from thick pen heating and cooling. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you'd like to join in this morning, 904 641 1010. It's just kind of fun to just kick back and listen. I to totally that. agree. Yeah. So you're you're showing me Kevin's showing me pictures of uh, two young women holding kingfish, and I'm, I'm assuming this was the tournament that was last. Yeah, weekend. that was yep yep from from Adam Tria. Yep. And uh, one of them sporting the one heck of a cool looking hat. Yeah. Outdoor show. What hat? kind of that hat is, is it? Oh, hat. it's an outdoor show hat. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's yeah, what makes yeah, it yeah. cool. We, we, we're going to get some uh, new logo hats made. We're, yeah, we're going to get a better logo with a patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, but, that, but not a leather patch. Yeah, the, the leather like, patch just doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't jump bring out, out the logo. Yeah, we're going to jump it out. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do. We're but gonna you do know, something it's it's funny that um, when since we had those hats made, you look at so many logoed hats now, and so many of them are, are that. Yeah, just like Heartland Bow Hunters. Okay, because right. that's my my favorite show, my favorite hunting show. They they have a new. And and you can't see the logo. All you see is a patch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. The, so it the doesn't, whole, doesn't stick out. The subtlety approach is a thing. That's, Correct. Yeah, they do that sometimes. Correct. But that's but I guarantee you that they also have some that you can buy that are the most in your face, you know, kind of logoed apparel too. So yep. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. just just went to Lee Bryce concert last night. St. Augustine Amphitheater. That's a great venue. I it's, oh, love it's, it. It's an awesome venue. Uh, they basically canceled the concert because of weather. Um, yeah, but but we, saw the, we saw the first two acts. And the first act, you know, was always kind of that, 
Mm-hmm. You know, up and comer. Up and comer. Yeah. This guy's yeah. name was Jackson Dean. Jackson Dean. Keep your eyes open. Country music singer. Yeah, okay. but he's he's got a lot of southern rock in him. Oh, you know what I, mean? I like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of southern rock, and his voice was flipping amazing. I mean, mm. he he was really good. Jackson Dean. Jackson Dean. Yeah, yeah. Not to do the old Spotify. Search, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Do do. I'm, I'm going to do the same thing on the way to Georgia today. Maybe Chris can pull him up and maybe play a little yeah. bit of that for us. No, was, I don't want to. It was he was he was really good. Yeah, and, and then the, the the second act, he had some 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 songs that I knew, but I don't know who he was. So how does that work? Uh, but, okay, so the concert in that uh, who uh, Lee Bryce Lee Bryce. Yep. And weather cancels the concert. Well, it, so what do, you, I, I what do they do? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if it got canceled. But it was an hour delay, and it's ten o'clock. I gotta go. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah right. and, and they had taken all of the stuff off the stage. So how long is it going to take them to bring all that stuff right. back out? And hell, I might not get home till one o'clock or something. On a Friday thing. night, that's Friday, no I, go. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not what I do yeah, on I Friday nights. You know, yeah. he was supposed to come on around eight thirty, nine o'clock, and right. play for a couple hours, and, I, and I'll be in bed by midnight, which is not. Typical for Friday night, but I'll be good with that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I don't know, Jeff. I, I you know, if they if they, but I'm I'm telling you right now, what came through St. Augustine? Yeah. Last night was no joke. Yeah, bro. Tara was saying the oh same thing. Oh my There's some fire in that thing, man. Buddy. I mean, it was it lighting was the whole place like up. Crazy. She said that you know because uh, Merle, our dog, like a lot of dogs, hates thunder and lightning. My, yeah. my dog, you, you, my dog loves shotguns. Okay. We'll be around thunder and lightning. She is. She's got to come inside because she, she'll drive you crazy. And Merle's like, oh, yeah, our dog's not even phased by it. Really Isn't that funny. Carly is not even bothered by it at all. Doesn't bug her. My dog, guns, nothing bothers her. Firecrackers. She is the biggest wimp when it comes to thunder and lightning. Merle starts just shaking. He's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fancy does the same thing. You know, our like, dog. What she'll do is she'll look at us to see what our reaction is, and then if we're not doing anything, she just kind of okay. okay that's yeah. cool. Just look out the window like. Okay. Isn't that amazing how that works? Yep. Yeah, it's funny. So, Chris, did you find anything from him yet? Yeah, Omar I did, Jack? but I ain't playing it for you. I'm just listening to it myself. All right, how would you think? Jeez. Is good, Jackson Dean. I'm just hold on. Let me uh, let me replug some wires and do. (laughs) You don't understand, man. The old operator thing, dude. I got (laughs) one ringy dingy. Did you eat your breakfast? All right. In the meantime, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Woody this morning. He wants to got a question about mullet. Morning, Woody. Morning, fellas. Uh, The mullet is in the in the Nassau Sound. Yes. I, I was down there yesterday morning and watched the last two hours of the outgoing tide. And the tarpon were tearing them up down yonder. Wow. They yeah. were slinging six and, six and eight inch mullet up out of the water and just tearing it up. That's, that's so cool. That's great. Do it now, were, were you fishing for reds or? or, or yes, sir. Okay. And, and how was that? It, it wasn't bad. They was, they was eating, but they wasn't, they wasn't doing it like the tarpons was. Okay. The tarpon, tarpons were killing it out yonder. And I'm standing there on the bank thinking, you know, if I could just throw that about 400 yards out that way, I might could catch something. Wow. I know. Wow. I, I, was, uh, I ran in Nassau Sound on Thursday because it kind of got a little sporty. Like you said, that south wind yep. kicked up. Yep. And when I came by the bar where the, the little jetty is up on the beach, I could see tarpon in there beating on something. I couldn't That's tell if it was awesome. pogies or mullet. Yeah, yep. they, were, they was all along the bridge yesterday just killing the mullet. Wow. 
Yeah, that hey, it's getting ready to start. It's getting ready to be like that time of year. And and uh, what have we talked about it with the uh, with this weather change that we're going to have? Oh it, yeah, it's it is going. I heard to, that uh, Mayport Jetties has got quite a few tarpon on it too. That, mm-hmm. l- listen, I, I I mean I'm just being honest. From Mayport North, it has been on for tarpon. Yeah, I mean yeah, there, you know there's I, a there's a bunch of them there, around. There's you know I I I, I fished a. a a little north yesterday of, mm-hmm. of, of the inlet, and I saw a few fish. I mean, mm-hmm. jump one fish off, but nothing compared to the reports that I'm right. getting from Captain Leon Dana, Captain Chip Wingo. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, buddy. yeah, they 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 were they were they were good sized tarpon too. They was hundred pound fish. Oh. Yeah, those are the ones. I you know what? If I had a choice, man, I'd give me one about 40, 50 pounds. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I with agree. you. Yeah, I'm one know? of them big old giant ones. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they, they they were coming completely out of the water, slinging the head back and forth. It was <laughs> awesome. cool to watch. Give me give me a spinning yeah. rod that's got about thirty pound braid. Forty, man, maybe forty. Yeah, but that thirty forty yeah. pound braid. Yeah. Uh, about fifty pound fluorocarbon leader. Uh-huh. And give me a tarpon about forty fifty pounds, and I'm you're, happy you're, you're as a clam. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Hey, Woody, well, I, uh, I, yep. I caught one about five years ago yonder in Tampa out of my kayak, and it was about eighty pounds. And it, it was a two and a half hour trip. Uh-huh. Man, you still got the yak? You still fishing the yak? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I still got it. What kind you got? Uh, wilderness uh, one one thirty five. Okay, uh, and I've always I like and I like to ask questions about this. Do you ever have you ever run a fish finder depth finder on your kayak? Oh yeah, I've, I've had one ever since I've had the kayak. What kind do you have? A Garmin. Garmin. That's a, that's what I was gonna I was gonna get with Dow mm-hmm. and get one. Mm-hmm. Do you love it? Do you love that Garmin unit on that? Yeah, I, I like it because the transducer actually shoots through the hole. If yeah, you mount the, the transducer, yeah. yeah, if you put the transducer on the inside of the hole, and then you take that uh, pipe putty that you can get at Ace Hardware store right. and cover up the transducer, it stops all the fuzziness and everything else, and, and it just it gives you a good clear picture on it. Yeah, yeah. that's what, that's what I was going to get uh, uh, for my kayak. One of those Garmin handhelds do the through hole transducer thing, just like you're. No, I got, about. I got a, I got, I got, a, I got a five inch Garmin. It's mounted up there and runs off a twelve volt battery. Yep, yep, that's, that's it, a ticket. It shoots straight through the hole. If you had, you know, here, here's a good question because I mean, there's so many different people that are are getting into the kayak things. What's what's the one add on thing to the kayak? And maybe it's the depth finder, fish finder. What's the one add on that you just can't do without? Rudder. Well, I mean, yeah, well, that's that's I was I consider that part of the kayak. Yeah, right. but a lot of them don't come with it, though. Yeah, that's true. That's really, that, a lot of them don't come with a rudder. Yeah, a lot of them don't yeah, have a, a rudder that don't. sticks into the water. Okay, yeah. Huh. yeah. And so, uh, the, the the other thing that I would say, it, depending on what kind of fishing you're doing, which I do a lot of everything, uh, depth finder, fish finder helps a lot. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, for, you, for Jeff, he needs lanyards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Woody, have you ever be, have you become a member of the Upside Down Club yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I got in Palm. I got in Palm Valley right there one day, not too far from the bridge, right there in the boat ramp where them rocks is, right there in that first corner going back to the south. Yep. Yeah, and there was a barge come through yonder, and I'm fighting this big old drum. And the next thing I know, I'm in the rocks, I'm in the drum. The drum breaks off, and the whole boat rolls over, and I'm in about two two and a half foot of water. That's oh, not fun. That uh, is terrible. That's terrible. And my buddy's on the other side of the the, the 
intercoastal love yonder laughing his butt off at oh, me absolutely you okay <laughs> yeah oh that was funny yeah your friends you can always yeah. tell your friends really yeah, love make, you make, like, make sure you're okay first and then I, laugh i didn't see it the first yeah. time can you do it again <laughs> he, he was dying because because the fish got me sideways to the wake Oh. And it was about about a about a two and a half three foot wake when it came, and it just shoved me right into them rocks. Oh, man. Mm. Not, not good. Not Ooh. good. Not good. And, and it it was it wasn't good. Woody, thanks, buddy. But, you have a great day. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good day. Yeah, hey, man. All right, uh, we come back. We'll talk to Mark and you nine zero four six four one ten ten. Just want to remind everybody that uh, we've got the twenty twenty two holiday kickoff event coming up in November at uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters out in Glen St. Mary, McClenny. And uh, this is going to be a pretty cool event. Uh, uh, we have a new tally. There's going to be over, I think, like $160,000 worth of giveaways. Wow. Oh, wow. Say that again. Uh, yeah. There's going to be over $160,000 worth crap. of giveaways. <laughs> which uh, we're talking... Uh, four kayaks from Hobie, Old Town, Crescent, and then also there's going to be some somebody will win guns. Oh, some cool! Guns. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because awesome. they're going to have guns at that Glen St. Mary store. How cool is that? And soon they will have the registration page because it's going to. What you're going to have to do is you go to the Pagan Coastal Outfitters Facebook page and then you would register. And you have to be there to win it. Okay, that's November 5th again. So, folks, uh, mark it down on your calendar. November 5th, block it out. Glen St. Mary, Hagen Ace Hardware Store, Hagen Coastal Outfitters is the place to be. Old school. Old school. All right. uh, And if you'd like to join us here this morning, I know 464-1010, or you could uh, message us on our Facebook page or our Instagram page with the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Got a tank full of gas down the road I'm burning Can't say a word and I can't say a word And if I don't come back Don't come a-looking Hey, if you got a little piece of waterfront or you've got a little marsh ground i mean you need some construction done when it comes to a dock a bulkhead boathouse boat lift a uh, nature trail through the wetland Mm -hmm. or to get to your food plot yeah (laughs) which is crazy thing cnh spring construction can handle it they can handle that and and so much more even do trailers at very very affordable pricing that's right so uh, go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com and you can click on all of our sponsors and uh uh, sponsor links, CNH Marine Construction being one of them. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We started talking about kayaks a little bit. Mark has uh, got us a kayak stuff comment question. Good morning, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning. I was just going to say, I have a kayak that has a, for my uh, transducer, it goes through the scupper hole, and then there's a, a perforated plastic plate on the very bottom that's flush with the kayak. So it can fit in the water, but yet the obstruction, it won't get hit by any obstructions or anything, and it can read the temperature. Right. Yeah, so, it uh, reads temperature, and and that's, you know, in a kayak, is it that important, reading what? temperature? Because the reason I, I brought this up. No, I just, I'm just always curious as to how. Right. I, and, I, and, you know, for me, temperature, I just do the finger test. Uh, 
<laughs> and, and the reason I say yep. that is because, and I know what you're talking about, Mark, how you can get that transducer to kind of be tucked up and, and under and away on yeah, a kayak. That's the really, that's the best uh, setup that I think I've seen for a, for a uh, transducer. Yeah, the only, the only reason that I would have a transducer, I don't care about water temperature because it's not like I'm going to paddle or pedal to go find a different right. water temperature. Right. No, no. Know. Me either. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, I'm just curious about the temperature. But what I what I really am intrigued by is the side scan capability of some of these transducers. Uh Oh, it's unbelievable! It is crazy. And seriously, uh, Mark, have you seen what some of these things are showing you? The 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 new side scan units. Yeah, it's amazing. Just that's just too high dollar for me. (laughs) Yeah, I I I just kind of want to know how deep it is. That's right. You sound like us, Mark. Absolutely, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think the price point, and then, and I kind of was talking to to Dow about this, and Mark. I think the like the regular just depth, you know, no temperature gauge in, you know, in the through hole transducer that you can put inside the kayak. Those units are one. I think the bottom line ones without the GPS map downloaded on it are like in the one forty fifty range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get My the son bought me one that. I think it's overkill, but it, it was nice in the back. He bought me a Simrad, like a seven-inch screen. Oh, okay. wow. That's a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah. If you jump up to the one that has all the bells and whistles uh, for the map technology and all that, then you're looking at like 180-ish. Why would you need map technology in Just, a kayak? Um, well, if, if you're in the intercoastal and you are looking for creeks or something like that, you can say, oh, okay, let me see if there's another creek close by or you okay. go to a new area. Okay. And uh, I, I kind of like that ability to have the map. But then the side scan ones that you're talking about, also now you go from that 150, 180 range, you're jumping it up to that three, $400 range. Or more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. Yeah. It might be I more than say, that. I was going to say, that, mean, that I, sounds cheap to me. I got yeah, a side scan in my boat. Yeah. It wasn't cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a, it's a significant jump. But, man, the, some of the things that you can see with uh, the side I, scan. I'm telling you, the pictures that Leon – since me, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 unreal. You can literally, and Mark, you'll see. Like if you're fishing docks, mm-hmm. these guys will be outside of the docks and use the side scan, and you'll be able to just literally kind of ease along the docks. You can see which dock is holding fish. Yeah, you can see and them underneath there. Yeah. Leon doesn't stop until he sees them. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 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 It's, it's. I was like, damn, that's that's, that's it's kind of yeah, like cheating. It is kind of like cheating. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But anyway, what kind of kayak you got there, Mark? It's a Vibe Sea Ghost. Yeah, yeah, the Vibe. I've had cool. about fifteen different kayaks what? in my lifetime. For real? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I've been I've been kayak fishing probably for I don't know fifteen years. But uh, at first, I was just I'd buy one and get rid of it, buy another one, get rid of it. Finally, I settled on this one. I've liked it. I've had it four or five years now. I I really like this one. How how big? How long? It's a uh, thirteen foot. Well, it's called a one thirty. It's thirteen feet. Thirteen feet, yeah. Is yeah, it a is it a paddle, better. paddle or pedal? It's it's a paddle, but I'm gonna cheat and get a little this Bixby motor that you put on the rudder. Yeah, and uh, I can hide that from the game board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I, uh, I shouldn't be saying that over the that's air. All right. <laughs> uh, that's all right. You're that's all right. You're busted yeah. now, buddy. Yeah. Well, well hey, Bob, Bob don't worry problem. about it, Bob. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we we know people. <laughs> Your name's not Mark. No problem, yeah. Fred. Yeah. Lieutenant Bridwell. Thanks, John. No. <laughs> It, it's, in on the, it, it's on the rudder. It's it's really a cool little setup, but uh, 
Yeah, the uh, unit that I was able to see at the ICAST, and I think I talked about it a couple of weeks back, it was a unit that I think I want to say like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars for the whole thing. That was the battery, yeah, the unit, the battery. and everything. And man, you want to talk about cool? Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, phew, I mean, you talk about minimal impact as far as footprint right. on the kayak, and it's not bulky and big. And yeah, uh, that's that's what I like about it because I was thinking about a trolling motor, but then I'd have to have it off the back and or in the front in the you know in the hole. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, the one thing I think. Uh, that I'm, I would love to see. You know how you got these um, bicycles that are electric. Yeah, yeah. That have batteries yep. kind of built in. Yeah. What is the point of that, too? I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. <I'm> sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I ride my bike every other day. Yeah. And I see these guys zipping by me, going 40 miles an hour, and yeah. I'm going. He's 20 years younger than me. What does he need an electric bike for? What's the point? It kind of defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, it's it's really the point of having a bike. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sooner or later, they're going to have to have license. Got to hang up now. Got to go to work. All right, buddy. All right, thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm with you, Kurt. I mean, I, I, I think see, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to get up in the morning and go for a bike ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that kills yeah. me is, you know, they're 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 riding their their bikes on the sidewalk going 35 miles an hour, which is so dangerous. Right. Which is dangerous. They're motorized. Yeah. I had, and they got no license plate. I watched. Yeah. I watched this young guy. I'm just saying. Was just riding saying. down riding down the road, and he's doing like what Kirk said. He's riding down the sidewalk and he's running like 20, 25, and you know. So if if, if you're looking at the road, he is riding down the wrong side of the road. So he, right. So he's on the opposite the opposite side, yeah. side where you really should be on the sidewalk. So when drivers are pulling out. They're not even looking in his direction. They're looking the other way for oncoming traffic to pull out. And as I was watching him run down the sidewalk at like 30 miles an hour, and I saw a car coming out of this intersection, I said, oh, this is not going to be good. And I told Tara, look out, watch, 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 (laughs) watch. And literally, it almost ended up in in a bad situation where he got whacked. Uh, Fortunately, he literally... Slam the brakes on at the last second and and survived. But I mean, I mean, use some common sense, well, you fool. <laughs> you know, you know, on a, on a bicycle, if you're going to be a lazy ass, okay, and ride an electric bike, okay, ride it like a motorcycle in they, the proper lane. Aren't they expensive? Uh, I mean, oh, the prices yes. now are four to yes. seven thousand yeah. dollars. Oh yeah, my they, gosh! No, yeah. Some yeah. of these now are are real, very cheap com- compared to what you guys are thinking now. Now. Well, but still, like like two grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You buy like a a name brand electric bike. But I'm with you guys. I don't get. Yeah. Because there's some people riding those electric bikes. You go, dude. You really need to pedal. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, You need need the exercise. You really need to pedal. You need some cardio. Okay. Turn that electric assist on. Those those batteries are going. Oh my gosh. Well, the thing that I've noticed is, and you need to pedal. They seem to be pedal and help me and change your clothes. They're they're being less safe (laughs) when they're riding the bikes. I see these kids come around the neighborhood. And they're going to the skateboard park over at Sunshine Park. We got a big skateboard which, which park. They over just there. Uh, redid, which is yeah, cool. and it's great. It's a great place for them to go, and, and I'm all for it. But you see them riding their their electric bikes to go there, and they're running the stop signs, and they're cutting the corners on these roads that are blind. And I keep telling my wife, one of these these ten year olds, hey Chris, can you give yeah. us your Kirk impression as he's watching these kids ride down the road like that? Hey, <laughs> dang it! Don't Sir, stop. What are you doing here? When I was your age, Dad Gummit. 
Just, Get off my lawn! Get off my street! With that electric bicycle, you're tearing up my lawn! <laughs> Go to your skate parks, little We're ripper snappers. snappers. Uh, ripper snappers. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I keep I keep waiting for one of them to come around the corner and T-bone one of these Juvenile cars. Juvenile delinquents! <laughs> Probably smoking that the, nasty call old... Call the police on you. I ride with them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching way too many Simpson episodes, man. Sound like that old guy on the Simpsons. Watch Matlock. That's great. On that note, that's too funny. Let's take I'm, a break. I needed that. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that was really good. But we I, come back. We got a LV hires. Inc. Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Let's go. We got to play some commercials. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. If they can help your job or your job site, Go to L-V-H-I-E-R-S dot, L-V-H-I-E-R-S dot com. Mm-hmm. Make sure I got that right. You know, the one thing that I have learned, and I know Kevin has learned this the hard way, is that you got to protect yourself from the sun. Yes. When yes, you're outdoors. You do. And, no, no question. Uh, in the Bahamas this past month, I guess it was, and uh, I took a couple fishing shirts with me. One of them was my brother love team brother love fishing shirt, mm-hmm. which is awesome, and uh, which is one of my favorite shirts. You know, it makes it kind of feel like I'm with my old friend brother love, who's passed on. And uh, and then I have a, a hook uh, fishing shirt. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What these two things have in common is that they have the hood. I'm a big fan of buying fishing shirts with a hood now. Yeah. I mean, I won't buy a fishing shirt that does not have a hood from now on. Seriously, I won't okay. do it. Because how many times have you felt like your back of your neck just gets scorched That's in your That's it, man. Ears, That's man. the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. And when you have the hoodie, mm-hmm. it just look it's so easy just to flip it up just to give your your face a, a chance and your neck yeah. a, break. a little break yeah. from the sun. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of the shirts they're making now are made out of this, like, bamboo material and, and light, high-tech polyfat fabrics yep. that are super wick-producing. Yep. Oh, you know, the performance fabrics have just come so far. <laughs> they have. They have. When, when they first came out, the worst thing in the world was is that when you sweated in them, they would oh, stink forever. They were awful. And you couldn't get the smell out. And they were out. itchy. Oh. Yeah. Well, and they were they were thick, yeah. so they really weren't That's very right. comfortable. But you know? they've changed so much. They're thinner. They still have the UV protection, and literally the long sleeve with the hoodie. That's all I buy now. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying a fishing shirt that doesn't have a hoodie and hook. H U K. It's spelled H U K, and but it's pronounced hook like H O O K. They have a, a great selection of hoodies. And uh, in our post on our social media page, that's Ryan, by the way, 
Who is that? I was going to ask you. That's Ryan okay. from uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Uh, okay. All right. I, I, I obviously I noticed he was in a kayak. He's got two nice redfish. Ryan is a big time fisherman. Okay. Obviously. Okay. Man. And and Ryan is one of the kayak experts at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Good dude. Good cool. dude. And that's him in the pictures. And uh, he's kind of showing off all the hook gear. And uh, Hook has actually given the first, I want to say the first thousand people. They're doing like a thousand Hook shirts that are part of the free giveaway at the mm, holiday gosh. kickoff event on November 5th. Wow. But anyway, yeah. uh, if you get a fishing shirt, folks, I'm telling you, get the hoodie. I was, I hate shirts that are that are tight around the neck. Mm-hmm. You know, like turtleneck, kind of like in hunting season. Did yeah. you, do you ever wear turtlenecks or anything like that? I won't I wear I used them. to. I can't, I, can't I can't wear it now. I can't do it. No, I, no. drives no. me crazy. The, the, the gators, yeah, the, the, the gator, gators are too the, tight. The gators, they too, if they're tight, yeah. I ain't yeah, wearing. Yeah, them. but I've got a couple of them that are just so comfortable. But I got, I got one that's just uh, I, literally I, I give it to Carrie. Yeah, because it's that tight on me. I mean, I I'm like, yeah, I can't have tight. Yeah, no, no, me neither. And I can't uh, have anything over my ears because I want to hear. Because right. I'm deaf. And yeah, I can't, you can't hear, hear anything. Anyway. So, yeah. right. Uh, but anyway, the the hook hoodie is the ticket. So. I, I, you know, like the one shirt you have on, Kirk. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got some shirts that are like that that are nice, and I'm, what I'm doing is I'm transferring some of those performance fishing shirts now to be for working in the woods. It's funny, I'm doing the same thing, and then yep. taking the, and getting the new ones with the hoodies for fishing, mm-hmm. and then eventually I'll transfer them to the yeah. to the woods for working too. You know, yeah. So by the way, I I found a. It's first of all, it's hard for me to find pants to buy because. I'm long, mm-hmm. okay, and, right, and I'm not f- fat and long. I'm kind of thin and long. Yeah, you got long legs, and uh, yeah. you know, I don't have you know, I don't have a whole bunch of junk in the trunk. You know, <laughs> the old, where are we going old, with this? As well, you get older, yeah. my point is, it, it gets just, less. The you, point you is, lose your butt. I, I have no it's, idea. It's you just no hard butt. to find pants that fit. Okay, you know? yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I get it. So I have no butt either. Uh, so uh, yep. we're welcome to the No Butt Club Outdoor Show. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yep. And uh, I came across these pants that uh, Captain Mike Holiday actually was the one who told me about them. He said, have you tried these new ACG pants from Wrangler? And I think that's what they're called. They're ACGs. Uh, okay. But I'll search them here in a minute. They've got, you know, like performance fabrics, How what they've done in shirts. They've kind of. And, and Wrangler makes them? Wrangler pants, yeah. Really? Yeah, they're. They're awesome. You, uh, so you do have a pair. I I got I ordered some the other day and they came in. Okay. And they got that four way stretch fabric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's, so it's like the like we have you know wanted for years these nice light shirts with performance fabric. Mm-hmm. Wrangler's making these performance fabric pants. Huh. Right. That have the four way stretch. Are they right. a, a, a light and I mean, yeah. this, I mean so so light. Well, Dude, I'm make, like well, like they, really light. Well, they make them in Kemba? Um, no, (laughs) no, but they do make a version that has the brush buster bottoms. Okay. So in other words, you know how like the briar pants you wear for, for upland bird hunting or whatever, they make a pair of pants like that with that fabric. And I, I'm, I think it's the AC. Okay. I'll, I'll search it here and and interesting. Exactly what it is in a minute. Interesting. (laughs) Anyway, just off, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just outdoor show stuff. Yeah. Typical. And so, I do, should I go into the new pocket uh, underwear that I got? No. Oh no! No, oh, no, no. absolutely not. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Is that is that Captain Chip? That's Captain Chip. That is Captain Chip. Well, let's go talk to Captain Chip. 
Hey, good morning, Chip. 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 Good morning, guys. So, good morning, Chip. So did you did you hear uh, Woody's report this morning? Uh, no. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, you, yeah, you, don't, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, no, I heard, all I heard was there was tons of 40, 60 pounders, and that was all I heard. Okay. No, so. I was just kidding because I, I know that um, um, you, you've been fishing up to the north quite a bit lately, and um, and you've been given you know reports of just incredible tarpon fishing. And then Lagerman's going with you this morning, but I thought it was funny when he was like, man, there's tarpon everywhere up there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what he's talking about. There's none from Mayport <laughs> all the way to Georgia. Yeah, you have not, no idea. I tried to distract him, Chip. I was yeah. like, hey, you know, there's a lot of jetties out here, too. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got a lot of beach down here. I mean, yesterday was just, you know, I, I talked to Leon, and I said, Leon, I'm going to send you down to a spot. And he's like, okay, you know, and. He comes down, down here, up here, and I'm in the backwater fishing with my clients, and we're not getting any bites. And I'm just sitting there fuming, and he's like, three in the air so far. I'm like, oh, crap. Finally, I just looked at them and go, we're, we're out of here. Yeah, we're out of here. Let's go. So I ran from JTB all the way up to Amelia area, <sighs> and, uh, and they were just looking at me funny. We get up here, see a pod, those get some bait. First bait out on a flat line, throw another one on a pop and cork. As soon as it hits the water, we're hooked up with about 140-pound fish that we fought for quite a while. And she came off right at the boat with leader, but it was <laughs> – I looked at them, and they're like, that was awesome, you know, taking that run because I was sitting in the backwater. All I could think about is tarpon, 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 right. tarpon. Yeah. So, but – and the bite hasn't been that good in short for me, you know, so – Water's hot. Like, yeah. And I think it's mental too. I think all I can think about is is what's going on out here right now. I, 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 I totally, I totally agree with that, Chip. Because we we've had just an epic bite of kingfish on the beach for two weeks. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and I mean, it, it, at one point in time, so I was like, "Can we go catch some flounder?" Or something? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, you don't leave fish yeah, to find fish. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I look, I haven't been flounder fishing in, in in six weeks. I got no idea, you know. Um, but I could I could put you on some kingfish on the beach and 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 dude, some of those bites on on, on the beach are I, I it's it is so different. Mm-hmm. And Chip, you've done it with me, you know. That yeah. Fishing on the beach for those big kings is is awesome. Yeah, when they hit it, they smoke it. And they just they just they hammer it. So, I, Chip, I was fishing with um, Bob McManus, um, Tom's brother, Jeff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, his daughter, Reagan. Right. And anyway, we were having a great day, and, and he's like, watch this, Reagan. He said, uh, I'm going to ask Captain Kevin to – I, I want to see one sky on, on one of these close baits. I said, I got – you know, just kidding around. I got you covered, Bob. I got you covered. Like – 15 minutes later, I put two prop wash baits out, by the way, now. Mm. One really close and one right behind it because there's nothing There's nothing hitting on the downrig. You just keep the downrig up. Yeah. This fish skied on the close one and all day 30 pounds and, and comes comes out of the water. And, and, and by the way, there was no wind. So you could hear her come out of the water like, <laughs> and you're looking. And the bait's in front of her. She, she missed the bait. She comes down. And, and and swings around and skies on the next prop wash bait Ooh. with the line in her mouth. Ooh. Oh, that's so cool. And, and we're all just like, oh, my 
god, That's so it was cool. it was so cool, Chip. I mean, I, it was it was an that amazing, awesome. amazing bite. Yeah, yeah. Cool Jeff, uh, Dave Gurley tied some beautiful flies for Dylan for tomorrow. All right, I got custom flies made for him for in the morning. So we're, uh, we're uh, tomorrow's kind of a, what <clears throat> we're going to see if Dylan can catch a tarpon on the fly. Okay. Tomorrow, that's where we're Let going. me ask you this. We have a spinning rod in your hand? Hell yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not bringing any. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll have we'll have everything. I might even have bait on the boat, too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, but, um, you know, I definitely want to try to put him on one. You know, it'd be a lot of fun. So, he, anyway. Uh, I'm, what, what's the, what's the weight of the fly rod, Chip, for tarpon? I have a 10 and a 12 weight. 10 and um, 12. Yeah. These things are like big. Twelve oh, is yeah. big. Like even, big. Yeah, yeah, I think the twelve's even got a little butt on it, doesn't it? A little short yeah, two inch butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got a handle up higher. Yeah, so they really put it in. You know, put some heat on them. I remember a few but, years ago, I had some guys come down from Pennsylvania, and they wanted to videotape one, and they kept throwing that fly, and the tarpon would not eat it. And I'm laughing. I'm going, they don't want it. And mm-hmm. they go, well, let's try this blue one. And they put a blue streamer out, and they throw that out there. They don't want it. Sometimes it's and, it's and I said, bring matters. it in. Yeah, so I um, pulled the cutting board out, and I take a pogey, and I cut the belly out of it. I said, let me see that fly. And I put a little piece on there, and I said, throw it out there now. Boom, he ate it. That's cheating. And the guy goes, that's kind of cheating, isn't it? And I said, you caught the fish, didn't you? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it was a fly on there, right? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Wow. There's a fly there. You know, Procure works that way sometimes for sharks. Yeah. But, uh. You know, but I don't, I don't, I'd rather go straight up with it and see what we can get. Man, it is gorgeous out here. I'll bet. It's beautiful out here. I mean, it's a little swell coming out of the, out of the Southeast, but it's like, oh, they just haven't fired up yet. You know, caught one shark so far. So is the bait still there? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what, I came in through there Thursday and the bait was there and I was just sitting there while it was a big flats boat way over to the, to the North. And I did a big loop to kind of stay out of his way because I could see the pelicans over there pounding. And all of a sudden, I just see them bounce. And you see that bait just bounce one time? Yeah. You're going, yeah, they're I, in there chewing I mean, I it. started at Matanzas yesterday. And Jeff called me and said, hey, there's some tarpon down here. That's a long ways. That's a haul. That's a long ways. I picked up and ran. All right, from, from Matanzas all Oof. the way to the north end of the desert. That's 30 minutes. Oh, all day, 30 minutes. But here's my point. You couldn't – I didn't go – Chip, I didn't go 50 yards without there being bait on the beach. There was solid hoagies. Really? From, wow. From Matanzas to the desert. And then wow. when you got to the desert, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, solid. Wow. Solid. You know, and, and it's hard to tarpon fish like that. Yeah, because they're not concentrated. Nope, they're not. Yeah. You, you see them. You know, they're there, but I mean, there's so much. And, and he, sometimes you even watch them eat. They're like, oh, I'll go ahead and eat another one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they're, they're jumping out of the water and mm-hmm. blowing baits everywhere. Um, but it was uh, it was, it was, was just amazing mm-hmm. how much bait there is on the beach. Amazing. Well, you know, yesterday we saw about a five-acre pod of uh, uh, mullet coming on the north side of the jetties. Unreal. Running down the edge of it. And... Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, 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 here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that to go on. And it makes tarpon fishing a little bit harder when the mullet runs going on sometimes. But, 
you like you said they've got so much to eat but they're easier to locate Tenfold. You know, I think than with pogies. All right, so uh, so Chip, I'm I'm gonna make a, a swing by Angie's today because I'm I'm we're bringing food and drink for uh-huh. me and Chip and Dylan, right? And uh, what's yeah. your request from Angie's? Um, Italian cold cut. No, not an Italian cold cut. I'll do the uh, what's the one that with the uh, turkey and the slaw? Are they still making that one? Uh, that's a special. Okay, I'll just do I'll, I'll just do a Peruvian. That's still my favorite. All right, you got yeah. it. You so bet. turkey it is. Turkey it is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> turkey it is. <laughs> All right, brother. Y'all have fun All tomorrow. Right, we'll see you in the morning. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, and by the way, uh, thanks to Mr. Dan okay, Friedman. He actually uh, sent us a little, me, uh, me specifically, a message on our Facebook page. And he said, hey, tell Jeff that the Wrangler line is not ACG, it's ATG. ATG. Okay. Which stands yeah, for Jeff. All Terrain Gear. Oh. Okay, okay, and that's the mm. pants that Wrangler makes, which is, are a lot more lightweight. Some of them are a lot more lighter weight than others, so make sure you look at this like a five-point-something ounce, and then they got ones that are heavier than that. Get the lighter ones. Uh, he said, I don't have any yet, but I'm thinking about getting some. And I can tell you, Mr. Dan, the, the ones that I got, awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right, uh, let's take a break. We're way past due. We come back. We'll talk to Jim. He's got a bait question for Fish in the River, and we'll talk to you as well at 904 641 1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey folks, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, probably one place to go, but listen, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go check out some of the, the vehicles they've got at Claude Nolan Cadillac right now. Oh, that's a pickups. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. They'll find you what you're looking for if they don't have it on the lot. Look, they're not going to find it tomorrow, but, you know, give them some time, and they'll find what you're looking for at Claude Dolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. All right, uh, back here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Let's go to the phone lines. Jim's got a bait question on Fish in the River. Good morning, Jim. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good. good. Thank you. Oh, good. Listen, I've got a, there's a party of four of us. We all like to fish, but we're just not very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're sounds we're like we're me. Gonna go into, yeah, well, you know, got to start somewhere. That's so right. We're headed. We're headed into the St. John's next Saturday. Uh, we're planning to put in early and uh, catch the last of the outgoing tide and then start the whole incoming tide. Okay. And we're gonna be fishing. We want to try fishing the lower river, which is from the uh, the little jetties around to the ferry. Right. The Mayport Ferry Dock. It was okay for. What should we be using? Because we know that there's a variety of water pattern and depth out there. And this time of year, what we're likely to catch. The best, you know, oh, the best oh, target. Oh, wait a minute, let me just real quick. Are you trailer in your boat or are you going from somebody's house that's located in that area? Actually, we're putting in at Beach Marine and going to run, uh, excuse me, the Beach, beach Boulevard. Beach, beach Boulevard, yes. Okay. We're putting it in there and then running up the river or running down the intercoastal to the. Uh, then make the turn onto the river. I will. I will tell you this, and the reason I ask that is because so you got your boat on a trailer, correct? Yep. And what kind of a boat? Ballpark. It's a twenty-two foot pontoon, equipped for fishing. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not going there. I'm, I'm sorry. This time okay. of year. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm, I'm going to go fish the St. John's River, south of downtown, or somewhere cl- close to downtown. When it, okay. it, because what what you're telling me is is that you guys aren't you know you're not great fishermen. Can anybody throw a cast net on your boat? 
Uh, it's been a while since I did, but yeah. Okay. If if you can find a way to get a shrimp net, and you catch shrimp in the St. John's River, Doctors Inlet, everybody does it. Okay. Right. It's not hard yep. to do. And uh, catch some live. You got a live well on that pontoon boat. Yep. Man, your money. Yeah. You you, you go catch some live shrimp, and then start hitting docks. And fishing docks okay. with a, with live shrimp on a quarter ounce jig head. It's pretty simple. And man, I mean, gotcha. it's, that's hard that's not to catch fish that way. You got okay, a trolling motor on that thing, or you just got an anchor? We've got an anchor. Okay, no trolling motor. Mm, I mean, it's yeah, it might be a little tough. I mean, yeah, when he's fishing the docks, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to anchor with a pontoon boat. Yeah, but you got to anchor. I mean, you can anchor and fish docks. I mean, what, but, what kind of anchor do you have? Just out of curiosity. Uh, he's carrying a fluke. Okay, so he's got one that'll hold the bottom. Yep. Got any chain on it? Yes, ten feet. Okay. All right. Yeah, that that'll help you. You can fish those docks. I mean, and if you're still dead set on doing the Beach Boulevard thing, the what we've been doing a lot of is fishing for mango snapper, like Kevin was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, buy a couple dozen live shrimp, quarter ounce jig head, and just have people pitch around. The little jetties area close to the jetties and, and that whole rock wall that goes towards the Coast Guard base, right? it's, it's got mango snapper all over it. That's a good place okay. to fish. Yep, it, it is. is. That'd be a really good place. Buy some live shrimp and then just go do that. I mean, because if, if you, you got to have a shrimp net and all that other stuff to do what I'm talking about. But um, right. if you go and buy some bait and launch and then yeah. anchor up around there, you can, you know, fan cast and have everybody kind of thrown in different directions a little bit more real estate to fish that way i mean does everybody know how to cast everybody knows how to cast a fish yeah for yeah. fish yeah yeah just remember you got a lot of rock in there and keep the rod tip up keep the line fairly taut yeah exactly okay. around those rocks right. but, here, but here's the reality where you're going to get hung up is usually where the fish that's are. exactly right yeah you're going to lose, lose some rigs. Yep. <laughs> you know i i honestly if i was you i wouldn't put in at beach because you might have trouble finding a parking place, I'd go all the way down to Mayport, put in at the Mayport rat, stop at B and M, and buy some on your way sheephead jigs at B and M Bait and Tackle, and you can buy your bait there too. Yep. Because if you use okay. the wrong jig head, you're going to get hung up a lot more. If you use those little sheephead jigs, those little quarter inch sheephead okay. jigs, you just won't right. get hung up as much. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Thank you guys. Yep, yeah. Appreciate the help. No yes, problem. Sir. Good luck. Good luck, Jim. Thank you, man. Yep. Okay. All right, uh, do we have time? Yeah, we got time. No, we time. don't. No, we're going we're gonna to take a break, and then we're going to come back oh, oh, okay. and talk to Top Gun himself, mm-hmm. okay? Hey, folks, uh, if uh, if you got a job to do, Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road, we were talking earlier about the steel chainsaw pole saw that, that, uh-huh. uh, that I've got. Yeah. You can get it at Coastal Equipment. Favorite. That's where I got mine from. All right, well, that's where you can get the new one at, Kirk, if you want to go ahead and Spend a little bit of money, okay, <laughs> and stop messing with that old butter saw. You, you got to forget, he, he didn't work for a month. Uh, <laughs> I know. That ain't happening. Also, they have the full line of Kubota and Gravely zero-turn mowers, all at Coastal Equipment in two locations, one on New Kings Road in Jacksonville, the other one out in McClellan, right off of I-10. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. So I have uh, my old man gripe for the week. <laughs> uh, it, it, you guys oh, know, I mean, I, 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 I used 
Circle K to buy my gas and, and, and everything else. Well, Kirk, I'm, we we buy gas a lot this time of year. Oh, yeah. Right? So I pull in the Circle K, Fucking and there's boat. only two bays that, that I can use. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, you, it, because you're pulling the boat. Because you're pulling the boat, yeah. right? So yeah. so there's only two bays whenever you pull in straight that you can use, mm-hmm. right? So I pull in at 130, and look, it's nine out of 10 times there's somebody, and they gas up and they move on, right? Uh-huh. Well, I know where this is going. Okay. So I'm pulling in the Circle <laughs> K, and there's, and I'm not, there's lawn maintenance. Guys, and I get it. They're hot. This, that, uh-huh, and the other. Uh-huh. Well, they've got both of their door, the two bays, the two bays that I want to use. They got the doors open on their truck. They got their feet kicked up on the dashboard eating their lunch. Oh. Hey! Don't <laughs> come Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm What's like, wrong I'm with like, stop blocking everything and quitting your stupid sandwich. Back in my day, we just had to lick stuff off the ground no, to but, eat. But I mean, Seriously, if you're, it, it, you know, when you pull into a bay to get gas, get gas, and then get out, and then get out, you get know the, out. Don't, don't. I, I here's you, the other thing: don't check your phone. You've only been gassing up for three minutes. You know what I mean? I thought you were going to say that you, when you pulled up, somebody got gas and then and closed then went the door inside. and then went inside. Oh, this was even to worse. Go get something else. They, they had their feet kicked up. The doors open, <laughs> it, and and and, and I, I mean, eventually, I, I had to get out of the truck and go, hey guys. Seriously, I I need to, you know, and they were nice as they could be. Get out of the way! Come <laughs> it! I'm a jerk a knot in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day. I mean, yes. I and, and Jeff, you're right. The gas up, lock the car, and then go into the convenience yeah. store. It's terrible. It, it's like, like, what are you doing? What what what, what are we doing here? So anyway, Circle K right, doesn't no, deserve that. Circle They're K better than that. Come on, That's people. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm. So. That was my, that was my old, old old man. All right, let's yeah. uh, let's bring up Top Gun. Change the change yeah, the look, right. change a little bit. For speed, what's going on, fellas? Morning, Top Gun. Hey, y'all are all there on the same day. It's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Man, it's been forever, hasn't it? It has. It's been, it's been a it's been a hot minute. Yeah. 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 Hey, Lush, did you have a good time in Canton? I did. I had a great time. Uh, uh, me and, and wife um, had a great time. Miss, I, I, Chell, I will say, you, right? Top Gun, when I was talking about riding through the Amish country, you know, Ohio's got some really big deer. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's oh, gosh, yeah. Well known. Known, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of known that it's got some pretty big deer. So the uh, Saturday was awesome. Just real quick story. And seeing a lot of former teammates, you know, and, and coaches, you know. Did you tell Cheever I said hey? I did tell Cheever oh, you awesome. said hey. Awesome. Saw Cheever, Jeff yep. Novak, Joel Schmange, mm-hmm. Rich Tilski, mm-hmm. you know, some of the guys that were here in the early days, and then some coaches, Coughlin, talked with him a bunch, and Kevin Gilbride, mm-hmm. Chris Palmer, Dom Capers, you know, former Jaguar coaches, wow. Jerry Palmieri, who was our strength coach back in the early day. And seeing Tony go in and the speech that he gave, it was awesome. He did a great job, and uh, he was incredibly humble, incredibly thankful. And so Saturday night, there's a party after the induction stuff. And the party was put on by the Kahn family, and it was, like, ridiculously awesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the total bill was, right. but it wasn't cheap. Right. Okay. And some Hall of Famers came by. You know, Kurt Warner was there. 
came by later on. A bunch of other guys came by later on at night when I'd already been gone. JP was telling me about it because JP was there pretty late. Oh, okay. But th- it was it was at a kind of a farm, and so they got these different and and it, they did a cool thing of kind of almost mirroring Jacksonville in a lot of ways. So they had the island green on this pond, so you could hit golf balls oh, no on way. this floating green on the pond. Oh, huh, right. interesting. Okay, yeah. and then that's they, cool. They had a uh, one tent was barbecue and it was called I think the bearded hog, okay, and because me and Tony yeah. go to the bearded pig and right. he loves the bearded pig right. and then they had another one that was uh, taco something or whatever you know and I guess is it's kind of like Taco Lou which is right uh, anyway but it was it was cool so right outside this steel building thing where they had the live band set up and they had mm-hmm. a bar inside right outside this one roll up door they had an airstream you know the old silver mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. airstream yeah. camper thing and it was the the, the tequila trailer oh which uh, top gun i was you know i like tequila okay i first one to admit that so i was out there having a tequila and uh and don't eat the worm guess guess what was right because and so the tequila trailer, uh-huh. the backdrop of that is there's like a, a ditch where there's like a little creek right there, and then there's a wood line, okay, and then on yeah. the other side of the wood line is soybeans. Oh, mm. so I'm you know you're having a tequila watching deer? No, no, I didn't see any deer oh. because the, the wood line's okay. fairly thick, but you could yeah. see the soybean through it. And dude, there's a ladder stand right there. <laughs> nice. I'm like, just dying oh, right. to go sit Look in. Look at it. a ladder stand right there. I'm gonna go sit in it. <laughs> oh, that's good. So anyway, just yeah, hey. Story. By the way, uh, Rick called in, said that Gene Fernet mentions in his column this morning that that party cost four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, oh! I can tell you, I believe so that's it. that. Ah. It was awesome. Maybe it's first class. Bro. Yeah, it was first class. I, I, well, con family. Congrats. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations to Mr. Tony. Uh, well deserved, and um, uh, Mr. Lagerman, uh, for whatever it's worth in the Top Gun book, you're a Hall of Famer kid. <laughs> you are a hell of a player. I can tell you that uh, some things never change. You know, Tony, just a quick story on that. So, you know, he his back flared up, and it, he talked about it a little bit. His back flared up. Mm, not good. Probably, you know, he's golfing the weekend before, and and back flares up, and so I mean, you know when. The whole th- all those events are going on. Tony is like incredible in pain. Oh, and he's fighting through it, and so uh, he was in so much pain. Literally, he came back after the week's festivities. Flies back on a Monday. MRI on Tuesday. He had back surgery Thursday, and he was in the booth last night. Damn! Wow. One day after back surgery. So wow, that's what I'm talking about. That's why you always say in football, man, availability yeah. is more important than ability. So, in other words, you got to be able to play. Okay. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. was available last night. One day after back surgery, he's in the booth. That's pretty tough. That's cool. Well, you know, I thought his speech was really good. But, you know, when you make an eight-minute speech, it's kind of hard to not forget somebody. So, telling that Top Gun said, if he did forget somebody, don't worry about it because Dick Vermeil probably mentioned him in his 30 minute speech. <laughs> I got I'm going, Dick, come on. I got to I gotta admit, <laughs> I I really enjoyed all the speeches. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought Leroy yeah. Butler was awesome. I heard it was awesome. Yeah, he was good. And Bryant Young was just emotionally touching. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they were all good. Tony's was great. And then yeah. Dick Vermeil was the last one. And Right. Thank and God. Dick Vermeil I've known for quite some time because <laughs> Dick Vermeil was calling games when I was playing. So it was kind of between wow. the time he was, you know, because he had the coaching stint with yep. Philly. Then he did TV before he went back to coach the Rams and eventually the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And he was doing TV. The game board that I use for my, my, my cheat sheet for broadcasting was actually created by Dick Vermeil, but I just That's digitized cool. it mm-hmm. to where it's on Microsoft Excel now instead of he used to hand write in this yeah. framework, but the framework that I use was from him. Right. So we're sitting there for his speech, and, and he's the last one, and of course we have the party to go to later yep. on that afternoon. And when, you can't be rude. When Dick Vermeil starts saying, hey, where's Johnny at? I know he's here somewhere. There he is. Thank you, Johnny, for coming. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and then Bobby, young Bob can't be here. I know his son's somewhere. Where, hey, hey, Joe, his son, where are you at? And he knows he, yeah. he started doing all that. Well, I looked at Tara and I said, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, this will be a while. We got up. Yeah, go. really. Oh, we left. Really. Yeah. I mean, not to be hey, rude, listen, right? but I was like, all right, if, let's go. If Donald J. Trump calls the show looking for me, give him my phone number. And tell him Top Gun's got his back. He's got a big rat at Mar-a-Lago. Just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> no extra charge. Yeah. Thank you. Listen, these two blondes decided they were going to go to Disneyland. Boy, brunettes. Okay. And um, so it was about a six and a half hour drive from where they lived. So they loaded up the car early in the morning and took off. They're having a good time and everything. And so they've been driving about six hours. And one of the bonds said, did you see that big sign? And she said, yes, I did. And she goes up about a mile and makes a U-turn and starts heading back home. And she said, you think they would have told somebody? And the sign said, Disney left. LPS, baby! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Oh, boy. And welcome back. Yeah. Get a yeah. book. Hey, Jeff. Get another book. <laughs> what? I'm waiting. Yeah. What? No, man, it was good. Oh, okay. Good. All, right. All right. That was good. I just, yeah. yeah, I need yeah. to know. It's kind of it like the good. the Siskel uh-huh. and Ebert thumbs up, thumbs yeah, down good. thing. I mean, not great, but good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I got to wait for the... Eh. Eh. It was a little better than him. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. But, you know, it wasn't like, wow, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Needs a new like, book. Like I couldn't walk for a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Chris is winning the, the joke battle today because his impressions of Yeah, of I Kirk totally agree. Of you two guys. Okay, because you guys are just getting old and crotchety. Well, I figure I figure when we get to the Kirby Co, I'll be able to nail you two, Jeff. So we'll Oh, oh boy! Yeah, oh. I'm going. Hey, listen, you're all back. You're all game. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Mm. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's let's go talk to Sandy before we take a break. Morning, Sandy. Morning, guys. Hey, glad to have everybody in the Shaver House. Yeah, we, we we are too. Yeah. We we like the B um, team, but we really like the A team. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Hey, Chris was doing a good job, but, you know. That's yeah. right. Don't forget me. <laughs> Better not. Hey, hey Jeff, what did you think of the pictures I sent in this week of them deer? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. That uh, Look, you're. Uh, what are you spending a week on corn? <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, well, 
Well, a 20-pound bag of um, protein, I spent, well, I spent $60 yesterday, so it's about a $60 a week that the wife knows about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ain't I right. I hope she don't add it up that there's four weeks in a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just sixty bucks a week. But, honey. Uh, we are. Uh, we saw yeah. Sandy. What are, you, are you buying fifty pound bags? Uh, yes, sir. What are you paying? A, what are you paying a fifty pound bag? Um, twenty five standard feed. Okay. Or um, Antler Max. So so Antler Max. It's He's Antler not putting Max. corn out. Okay. Yep. yep. Like corn. Yeah, have you, I mean, have you guys bought corn lately? Yeah, we're spending ten dollars a bag on corn right now. Okay. Is I, that is that a forty or a fifty? That's a forty. They were forty pound 40, bags. Yeah, that's right. That's a forty. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense. Okay, so for years, corn came in fifty pound bags. You didn't buy forty pound bags of corn. Well, ice came in ten pounds, not seven pounds. I know, it's and all of a sudden now they just you know they make the bags smaller. Yeah. Now you're like, dude, what's what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they think, well, we can sell bags of corn for you know same price, but put them in forty pound bags. It's a way of basically jacking up the price, and mm-hmm. they think that you know it's it's the old uh, the confusion of it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the air I'm, in the I, potato chip bag. It's it totally. I, I'm yeah. really glad. <laughs> I'm really glad they got forty pound bags of um, corn because it's really kind of fun when I'm up trying to fill up a tripod feeder up on top of my front of my four wheeler, and I'm sixty five with a. Forty pound bag of corn, so it's gonna get some little. And I hairy. totally understand that, but right. but don't charge me the same price as a fifty pound bag when you go down right. to forty pounds, okay? But it's you, way it you got to drop the price by twenty percent. Still, but it's and that's the crazy thing. Is Everything's that, like that now. Yeah, you go to exactly. buy a box of cereal; it's yeah. it's not fourteen ounces anymore. <laughs> this, this, it's twelve. The Slim you know? Jim's not fourteen <laughs> inches anymore. It's twelve. Is it really right? Yeah, yeah. right. That's, Remember it's you like sold it. You, you just you can't ounce. snap into it as no, much. Well, exactly. there's some people that definitely don't need the extra two inches of a Slim Jim. Okay, you just know. like the, they're the same folks that need to stop riding that electric bike. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it's okay. I mean, a, a one-ounce bag of a Lay's potato chips is three quarters. Oh, there's some people yeah. that don't need that extra yeah. chips in the bag well, as well. Some people okay. would be saying that. that have less, you, have less, you bought a seven-pound bag of ice? You, you, you can do nothing, nothing with seven pounds of ice. Nothing. Seriously. I mean, it doesn't even, like, fill up yeah. the, 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 a quarter of your cooler. Now yeah. you're picking up on, on the key marketing scheme. Yeah, you see? They have to because buy they want you to buy 14 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah. Just, just go to Fish I, Bites. You know? It's inflation. <laughs> 80, 80 pounds for six It's bucks. inflation. We're being crushed. 80 pounds for wow, six bucks. Wow, that's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Good baskets. Um, one more thing. I got two um, eight points, nice eight points, and I think they're still in velvet, but they're sitting at that trough together, eating together. I mean, when do they start saying, hey, as soon as my territory? As soon as they lose their velvet. As soon as they lose their velvet, yep, yep. they're going to start getting an attitude. Yep. All right. Yep. And you're, well, in, you're, in, you're in South Georgia, right? No, I'm Okay, that's Duval County, so it it it'll be soon. It's very soon. Yeah, it'll I'm be soon. We're losing you, Sandy. We're losing you, Thanks for Thanks, the call. Sandy. Uh, we got to take a break before we do. I uh, chase more. Here's a question for you guys, and I know okay. you. I know. I know what your answer is going to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, he sent us a couple pictures, and it's he's got a feeder. Yep. Okay, and he's got bears. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He sent me a we bears. have all had that problem. Yes. Okay. Uh, so here's the question. 
How do I get rid of mama and papa bear from my feeder? Quit Stop feeding filling the feeder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can tell you real quick. Yeah. There's that's always the works. Only way yeah. they will not well, leave legally. They yeah, will, they will. That's not the only leave. way. It is. It's the only way to no. make them go away. Yeah, they won't go away mm-hmm. if you keep putting food in there. They're gonna keep bellying up to the dinner plate. And ringing the bell. I am so glad we don't have bears. I've been dealing with I'm bears with I, for a I, long time. And that's time. one reason I got out of Fargo. I just can't stand yeah, dealing with them. Yeah, a lot of bears. Yep, a lot of bears. They're fun to hunt once yeah. or twice, and then after that, you're like, all right, I'm done with yeah, them. Right. Right, I'm kind of over it. Yeah, we had an issue. We put feeders up in the St. Mary's piece. We have no bears in St. Mary's piece that Kyle has. And so the other day he went up there, and he put these these Texas feeders up with a little three-way spout mm-hmm. that spills out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gravity well, feeder. Yep, gravity feeder. So the raccoons, uh-huh. I don't know if they stood on each other's head and one of them <laughs> crawled up in the hole yeah. and dumped like 100 pounds of corn. So I just yeah, sent here, the picture. Hang on, guys, here. I got you oh, yeah. yeah, Dug it all out. Mm-hmm. So you see one picture of the coons getting up in there and pulling the corn out, and then the next picture I sent you to Tara and everybody else is this giant pile of corn on the ground. I'm going, oh, my gosh. I got it. So now we got to go back. We need to take a break, but I, I got pictures from way back when of uh, a three three way gravity feeder, mm-hmm. and there's three big fat raccoons, one on each thing. Yeah, you know? eating out of it. Uh, yeah, uh, Kenny is going to chime in on the inflation effect. Okay, oh, with okay. we talked about bags of corn, forty yeah, pounds, look, yeah. ice bags, I all like that. It. It's, all it's, right, so it's let's let Kenny good. chime in. Good morning, Kenny. Good morning, guys. Enjoy the show. I was telling the gentleman who took my call, I'm a kind of a functioning alcoholic. Beer has not went up any since all this has been going on. Hold on, hold on. This is this is the weirdest thing. I told my <laughs> wife that. I told my wife <laughs> that. I, I, I told her this six weeks ago. I said, Beer, beer has not went up. Beer has not gone up one iota. Vodka has not gone up one iota. Really? <laughs> you, look, you buy tequila. Yeah. Let's just say it's 35 bucks. It's been 35 bucks. Still 35 bucks. bucks. Figure that out. So alcohol is inflation proof. I, I have no is. idea. So I got to start Damn. feeding my dear uh, There alcohol. was a conspiracy behind <laughs> it. And Kenny, I am right with you. You're the, you're the second person. I, I told my wife that. I said, I, because I keep expecting to go in the liquor store right. and everything be up five bucks. It's not. Huh. That's no, still, it's not. The liquor or beer is not going up. It has not. It has not changed one iota. That's weird. That's just right, weird. Thanks for taking my call. Guys. Right, Thank you, Ken. That's, that, that's, that's class. so funny. That's because I, I I'm like fifty pound bag of corn. Nope. Okay, 40 guys. Pounds, so here's the plan. Yeah. Bag of ice. Okay, seven pounds. Yeah. You're not getting ten anymore. Mm-hmm. If we keep them drunk enough, that's right. They're not going to notice any inflation. Exactly. But they're shipping the bottles of. Whatever it's it's in, Putin. In, in cans, it's all they're all it's Putin. It's it's all being delivered it's by the same Putin. people, right? It, it's I, like, it, I'm going to hold up the gas, yeah, so, but here, so, have so, as much vodka as you like. Yeah, that's like the greatest line ever. A uh, Putin price hikes. Oh uh, yeah. Putin <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, let's take a break because we got to pay for Putin's price hikes. <laughs> yeah, right. If you like to join us, nine zero four. Six four one ten ten right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Probably, All right, the, so, best, probably the best John Anderson song. Swinging? Swinging. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seminole Wind's really Seminole good. Seminole Wind's though. really good. Mm. You're right. Yeah, I'll, leave you I'll take Seminole Wind over this all day long. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, usually we're swinging late on uh, the Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week, but we're not going to do that anymore. So we're going to squeeze it in right now. How about that? Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. And uh, this week's tip, we, we've done this before, but I felt like that we needed to do this again because it's so good, okay? And I love cracked cheese, okay, which is the palmetto cheese, mm-hmm. and I like the one that has the green lid, not the orange lid, because the green lid has jalapenos, jalapenos in it, mm-hmm. okay? I love, we love, our house loves venison tacos. Mm-hmm. Had them this week. Man, they're so good. Oh, this boy. Week. Tara does them so good. She's got, um, you know, cooked the, the ground venison, and we use a little bit of uh, taco seasoning with a little bit of Lowry salt, onions, and then stuff the shells, mm-hmm. cheese on, put that in the oven to melt the cheese. Oh, okay, then you bring them out, and then you stuff them. Yeah, you know, it's, your- it's, it's, so that's different than, than, than a, a piece of toast and putting butter on it, right? Correct. Oh. Okay. Oh, you don't put the cheese on first and the meat over it. No. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm honey. just curious. Yeah, Taco show, meat, the honey, right, and then cheese. Yes, okay. yeah, that's wrong. That's, what, that's wrong. What, what do you do? You you got well. You got to put the cheese on the bottom because then the heat of the meat will melt the cheese. Yeah, but see, the reason that we don't do that is because. We, if you melt the cheese on the shell, it, it makes the shell really soggy from the oil. No, you don't cheese. want a soggy shell. No, yeah, right. can't have a yeah. soggy shell. No. Well, so you just hang on to your shells too long. We you drain got, you the gotta meat really eat good them instead of just sitting there looking at them. What are you doing? And <laughs> we do the. It meat doesn't and take the like thirty seconds. But you I, know, I, back in my day, <laughs> oh my they made God. taco shells that could hold a little bit of oil. <laughs> uh, and they got to be fresh, man. Yeah, the shells got to be fresh. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And. Uh, I love tacos, but man, tacos with these Mazetta jalapenos on them, okay, with your whatever you like to put on it, whether tomatoes, salsa, lettuce, sour cream, mm-hmm. which like for me, it's all of the above. Yes. And then, but I've got to have these Mazetta jalapeno peppers and, and these are the medium heats mm-hmm. and they're perfect. Okay. And like when I break out some cracked cheese. I'll dice them up and then add it to the cracked cheese because I want more jalapenos. Okay. I mean, I, do, do you eat jalapenos like uh, that? Yeah. Jalapenos Not, sometimes some people, don't, they don't they don't agree with me anymore. Kirk? Yeah, I don't you at too? all. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that uh, – I am not a hot guy. Yeah. I can't eat spicy food. I know lately your stomach won't take No, my stomach will not take anything. I'm I'm eating white bread, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No. No. I'm not This nature zone is a little spicy. Yeah. You know, it it carries much better at it than me. I mean, she can eat spicy stuff. Oh, Kyle's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I I love. Yeah, I got to be in the mood. I I don't like, I mean, like I'm not of of the kind that I can take this Mazetta can of jalapeno sliced peppers and just eat them one at a time right no i can't okay. do that it right. has to be on a food okay mm-hmm. or yeah. in with a food yeah. you know there's some people that can eat tamales and eat them like candy i can't do Ugh. that my it, you know i could probably do it and then i'm in pain and then the next day or two i'm in pain as well yeah, my, okay, my grandfather work. used to eat onions like an apple i got brother loves I brother i couldn't do that oh i got a friend of mine uh danny yeah He'll, he's like a piece of pizza, right? And yeah. he'll have a piece of pizza in his left hand, and he'll have a bottle of the uh, Dave's Insanity sauce, hot sauce, and 
Sprinkle a little bit on. Take That's a my son. String a little bit on. I, take I, a bite. I got I got one better than that. How do you do that? I got one better than that. Brother in law Jimmy? Yeah. He carries them. He carries hot peppers in his pocket. What? Wow. Honest to goodness. What does he do with them? Yeah. Every time he eats something, he has a hot pepper with it. And he a little bit no, of pocket no lint taste along buds, the way. Oh, my God. No, seriously. That's, that, mm. He carries them in a little Ziploc bag every day oh, in his words. pocket. Anyway, I, so yeah, that's so. our Kermit Co. Builder <laughs> cooking tip of the week is, you know, like I, if you want to spice up your foodie life a little bit, get these Mazetta sliced medium heat jalapenos. And if you really have a, a stomach of stone, okay, then you can go ahead and try the hot ones. Not me, brother. Okay, I ain't doing no. the hot oh, no. ones. I'm sticking with the no. mediums. But uh, the, these things are so much better than any other jalapeno because they have a crispness to them. Whereas a lot of times when you buy jalapenos that are mushy. made from other, they're mushy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than a mushy jalapeno. <laughs> anyway. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. And who are we bringing up first, Chris? Oh, let's go with Willie. Let's go with Willie. Good morning, Willie. Good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Hey, um, I took my grandson Lee yesterday up to the fort and put him on some sharks. And uh, we were sitting there, and one of the little rods that we had out to catch bait just bent over, doubled, and we didn't thought it was a red, but he fought it and fought it, and it was about a four foot bonnet head. So we brought it home because, of course, he wants the jaws and to eat it too. Uh huh. And I gutted it and filleted it and skinned it, and I've got the fillets. In a bowl of buttermilk. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So where do I go from there? I now, sent you the recipe. <laughs> I saw Apparently that. you go to your well, phone. You asked, and I sent it to you well, an I, hour ago. I did that, but I didn't like the recipe y'all were doing. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> maybe make up your like own that then. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me anymore. Yeah, geez. Yeah. So, so technically, Willie didn't. Didn't call in to talk to Kirk. No, he didn't. So He's already gotten Jeff, some feedback. Uh, I'm going I'm to give you a couple suggestions here. Okay? Well, I, I, I like your suggestions. I'm going to give you a couple suggestions, a Willie. Good God. I would like a second opinion. Welcome okay, well, back, Kirk. No, hold on. Really? Hold on. Kirk, Kirk's recipe sucks, and I'm in agreement, Willie. Okay, let's see if we can fix this. What part of the recipe don't you like? Well, the fact, what do I do with the, the fillets now? Do I wash all the buttermilk off? No, I tell no, you no, what no, you no. do is throw them all away <laughs> <laughs> and go to McDonald's. You know? If you want to eat garbage food, right. just go to McDonald's. <laughs> you, Get you, you a couple of fish sandwiches Kirk, Kirk and tell the kid, there's your fish. <laughs> Kirk is very offended. Here's what Get I would do. Get head, kid. <laughs> Little tartar sauce. I'm at it. It's in a square. Uh, it's in a square. We cut it squares. So, so instead of Kirk likes to use the whole butter, putting the fish fillets in butter. You shake okay. it off, though. I'm not a big fan of the butter, Willie. I'm going to use mayonnaise and mustard mixed. Okay? So you, you do like a, a half a cup or three-quarters of a cup of mayonnaise and a little squirt of mustard, maybe a teaspoon. Mix that together, and then you take your fish fillets out of the buttermilk and then you don't need to rinse the buttermilk off. Just put it right in that mayonnaise and yellow mustard mix, and then you mix it all together with your hands. And what you're looking for is just a light coating. Now, in a bowl, I like Kirk's idea of the Ritz crackers and the fresh grated Parmesan cheese, but you can also add some panko breadcrumbs to that because it gives you the crispy texture of what you're trying to accomplish when you fry food. But we're not 
frying the food, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not frying these shark fillets. So you, then you have that in a bag, fresh grated Parmesan cheese, panko breadcrumbs, fresh uh, broken up garlic, butter, Ritz crackers, okay? And then you roll your fish fillets in that, and then you break out the copper crisper. And everybody thinks that we joke about the copper crisper. Nah, it, ain't no joke, it, it ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. The I copper crisper works, okay? So then you lay the fish fillets. How's that fillets. bagel, Kirk? It's delicious. <laughs> it tastes just like a scalloped shark. Then you lay the fish fillets in that copper crisper. Real, Willie, you got a copper crisper? A double dog dare you to tell you no. you don't like that one. For you sure. got to get one. Willie, seriously, it's, it's today, before you cook the fish, I'm just telling you, go to one of your, your Wally Marts or whatever because they have it. Oh, they do have it at Walmart? They do. Mm. And get the copper crisper. Get the big one, okay, the one that's like the full cookie sheet size, and lay your fillets in that. And what that does is that keeps from having a soggy side to your fish fillets because it drips down into the pan and the air. And do it, and when you cook it, do it in a, on, in a, in a, on a convection oven at like 400 to 425, and you're going to do it for – 20 minutes. 15 minutes, probably. Yeah, not long. Yeah. Don't Real listen burning. to Kirk. The convection, <laughs> that also helps gain the crispiness on the outside of your fish fillet. Okay, or Willie, you can salt and pepper it, put it in Bisquick, and fry it. Just there you it. go. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're eating healthy. We're, we're, look, we're, uh, we're peddling that bike, uh, dadgummit. Okay. We're not that, riding that, electric bike. That's right. Uh, okay, we're peddling the bike. We've got to take a break. We're so far over. Yeah, and I just okay. double dog dare that's you true. to just say you don't like that recipe. Yeah, try, try that, Willie, and I think you'll love it. All right, Willie's He's going. speechless. Thanks a lot. Yeah, All right, Copper Crisper. That's the All ticket right. now. All right, 904-641-1010. We come back. we got a ring power cat tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the ring power cat tip of the week. Ring power in a cat rental store has the most dependable fleet in the industry. Some of the youngest equipment that there is, okay? And if you want to have your bottom line production, Continue without interruption. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's tip comes from one of our guest hosts, Mr. Dave Edwards. And this is a great little tip here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave is, I don't want to say he's uh, anal, but he's very particular about how he does things. He with doesn't the want boat. a stinky net. Yeah. Right. And cast net. That's and nasty. So it is nasty. Cast nets need to be taken care of. Mm hmm. And he's got a great tip. And he said one after he gets done fishing, he will take the cast net, which is in a bucket, you know, and sometimes it's a three gallon bucket, three and a half gallon bucket, or a five gallon bucket, doesn't matter. And then he'll put some spray nine in the bucket, fill it up with water, let the cast net soak. Mm-hmm. Spray nine. And it, this is a new one on me. I've, I've never heard of the spray nine. I've never before. heard of spray. Okay, nine. spray nine has been a cleaner. Been around forever. I got like, some. I mean, I, yeah. Spray yeah. nine works like great. Simple green. Spray nine was uh, was yeah way was like the original simple green. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how good it was for years. Mm. And what he does never is heard of it. every now and again when he cleans his nets, he'll add a little fabric softener to that bucket. And what it does is it allows the cast net to retain its limpness. And so while he's cleaning the boat, the main part of the boat, he lets that all soak in the bucket with the cast net. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets done, he pulls the net out, rinses it off, and then hangs it to let it dry and all that kind of stuff. Now he's got a nice, you know, uh, kind of brand new feeling Actually, cast he lets net. it sit overnight. Right, overnight. Yep. 
And then what he does with the bucket, he told me this after the fact we don't have it in the tip. He'll now use the Spray 9 fabric softener mix. He'll use that to clean out the other stinky parts of the boat. Live wells. Yeah. Uh Putting it in the scuppers where they drain out. Mm -hmm. You know, places that uh, that can hold stink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of stink in those scuppers. Oh, yeah. Yep. And and the live wells, too. You know, one thing about the live wells, if you pour that stuff in your live wells, you just got to make sure you rinse that stuff out. Absolutely. It it, 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 it will kill bait. Next time you put bait in there, if you're not a rinsed out live well, you'll kill your bait. Yeah, flush, flush the tank. So, cool little tip there from Dave and that uh, for, I, I, we've we've had this tip years ago, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I the spray nine's the new one on me. Yeah, spray nine's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've done the fabrics off. Yeah, I've done the fabrics. And I and I honestly, a lot of times when I'm finished with my net, I'll take a, not a lot of bleach, but maybe like a a fifth of a cup and yeah. just dump it in there, mm-hmm. and then fill the bucket all the way to the I, top I, with I, water. I do and, the same thing and, and let it soak. And, and I use low splash. Bleach. That's what I use. Yeah, which is awesome. Because if and, you don't, it'll get all in your clothes and ruin your yeah, clothes. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And that and, always happens anyway. Yeah, my and, uh, socks always take a while. But, but the, cool, yeah, the, the I mean, cool thing is, is it foams up. You know, that's that's the cool thing about the the low splash bleach. Oh, right. You know, and and it has. It, um, I can't believe you guys haven't used spray nine. Spray nine's been around. I've never even. I, heard like of I said, it. I have some in the garage, but I don't. Been ever, around forever. Yeah, to use it I've never it. even heard of it. Really? Where do you buy it? Anywhere. Uh, the dollar anywhere. store? Anywhere. Yeah, DG. DG. Yeah, I mean, Wally Mart, Spray yeah. Nine. Man, Spray yeah. Nine's like a uh, fixture. Yeah. You know, it's like going to the store and buying ivory soap or something. You know, it's I've like heard been there forever. Green. Defense. Defense. Yeah, they ain't got defense soap everywhere. That's right. Anyway, there's your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. All right, uh, let's go to Andrew because uh, Andrew has got this rum cake that, Kevin, you love. What's the story with this? Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Hey, listen. So had had dinner with mom and dad on on Tuesday evening. Had taco yeah. taco Tuesday, and nice. um, so we got done. And, and 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 dad always has sweets. You know, he's like, I got a key lime pie. He goes, but you gotta taste this rum cake. And and and, <laughs> and, and, and I had tacos. I was kind of full. I'm like, well, okay, I'll have a little pie. Oh my god, that's the best rum cake I've ever tasted. So I, I'm so glad you like it. I I had text my brother and i'm like hey do you think you could get that recipe but anyway i never got the recipe but here's andrew you made the cake hey yeah so um yeah i, I caught up with uh keith just the other day and and um yeah the first thing he said is that everybody was raving about it i mean i i'd like it i make it all the time but i didn't realize it was going to be that big of a hit but yeah. uh well, I don't believe you. Is- I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not. I don't believe you. Yeah. So Jeff and I are sitting here with our notes open. Are you a believer, Kirk? No, I don't believe I'm not you. A believer I, either. I'm, yep. I'm ready to type. Go ahead. Spit it out. No, no I'm talking. Now we're ready for I, a drop off. Yeah, there you go. Prove yeah. it to me. Come on now. So I I love my Traeger. I, I use the Traeger uh, pellet smoker all the time. And um, are we brothers? I, are we, we are we I, are we related somehow, wow. Andrew? You're okay. really kissing you up that for some rum cake. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Can we get it out? This is new level, man. It is new level. I'm telling you. Go ahead, go ahead Andrew. Only man so, I ever um, met has five I, I figured I'd start experiment, experimenting with it and different things, and um, I, I tried baking some brownies in it. They smoked brownies. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use what? my mom's what? old rum cake Wait, 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 wait. Back the truck up. Dude, you, you're you're dude, baking you are, you in your next, grill? You are next level. That is yes. next level. Yeah. You're, ba- you're yes. baking in your grill? Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. The Traeger, you know, you just set the um, the temperature and it holds it so well, it's basically an oven with smoke in it. So I, I love smoky flavors, you know, smoked whiskeys, you know, things like that. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, let's let's smoke some desserts. We are long lost brothers. You know, Talisker, <laughs> scotch, and, you know, the... You know, oh, yeah, you don't want to put that on the grill, though. That's not a good spot. <laughs> no, oh, honey, no. we're going to grill this bottle of bourbon. <laughs> don't tell the neighbors, though. If, I, if, I haven't gone that far. I haven't gone that far. Call GFRD because we're, we're going to smoke some bourbon here. If, if Gordon is listening, he's he's going, oh, my God. He goes, this is this Traeger love is just In too much. Barrel. What about Ed Malin's two titmouse vodka? That'd be good, too, to smoke. Holy smoke, man. We'll smoke the whole world. <laughs> Good oh, gosh. Uh, Come on, man. Let Andrew what finish the, his story here. Now. I'm, I'm sorry, Andrew. Dude, stop interrupting. No, it's all good. But, yeah, that was that's the main key to the rum cake is it's got this hint of smoke that soaks in it through the Traeger. Um, and that's also genius, the way man. we keep it super, super moist is you throw a packet of uh, vanilla pudding in with the cake batter and mix oh, that man. in. It keeps it all oh. moist. It's, you know, when you I have you never like heard a, of that. A, a pudding. I mean, it's, <sighs> you got you got to try it. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a religious watcher of diners, drive-ins, and dives. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Oh, yeah. Guy Fieri, and I have never seen anybody cook a cake on a grill. <laughs> Pretty cool. Ever. I'm telling yeah, you, man. Cool. Have you? No. I've it never works. heard of hey, that. Hey, Andrew, Andrew, you need to start making, like, YouTube videos and stuff. All right, so hold on, hold on. Um, get famous. Yep. Do you think we might be able to get a sample? Right. Absolutely. Okay, For awesome. Sure. Awesome, and then my next question is, do you change the uh, uh, type of wood pellets based on a dessert recipe? Um, I have tried it back and forth. A, a lot of times, it's just what I have, you know, at, at the moment okay. on hand. But I have specifically tried baking with cherry um, with a couple of cakes, and it it does seem to, you know, make a different flavor. Um, but that's something I need to explore more. I haven't really. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. I have never yet. heard of that. Yeah. And I've you got cherry wood yeah. and apple wood, apple and wood. then you yeah. got mesquite yep. and yep. all these other different kinds of wood that's pellets that you can crazy. buy oh, yeah. for the Traeger. So I just you know, out of and you did brownies too. Brownies. Oh yeah. Yep. Are they the are they brownies? Are they the funny? Are they the really good brownies? We're gonna drop these down there at the substation there for the St. Charles County Sheriff. We're gonna pull a little bit of whiskey in there, brownies. Dude. What do you think? Should we have some the police officers be all happy riding around in them cruisers <laughs> right, all day. Jess. Andrew, aren't you glad you called? I want to smoke some oh, Doritos yeah, too. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, well, uh, we're gonna put some coleslaw in there tomorrow. <laughs> Boil up that mayonnaise, man. Let me some smoke coleslaw. Go on that dang turkey sandwich, uh, old Chip Wingo's looking for. <laughs> That's awesome, Andrew. Oh, Thanks, that's buddy. good stuff, brother. We'll we'll we'll, we'll be in touch. Absolutely, <laughs> yep. no. I'd be happy to bring some samples over or whatever. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, oh that would be good. Yeah, yeah. I, I do believe cool. we're all going to be here next Saturday. Right? Yeah, I, I think um, so. Next Saturday, next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we're all here. We'll, we'll leave the light on. Yep. Thank cool. you, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> all right, have a great one. You too, buddy. That That's is pretty cool, though. I have never heard of it. You know, Keith, ever. For Keith, smoke? Buford tried to explain to me yeah. you know, what was done to the... And I'm like, what the hell does he mean, smoked? I mean, you know what I mean? What, yeah. what, what does that mean? Andrew called in and, and explained it. That was that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I saw your brother at Angie's day before yesterday. His him dog, and his ponytail? Him and his dog. Oh, God. 
Yeah, that dog. That dog is awesome. Yeah. Ugh. Dog sits a, in a chair like a rear. human. I mean, really? That like sits like in a chair. What like kind a of human. dog is it? One of those little tiny short leg bulldog looking bulldog things. Oh, a French thing. poodle. French poodle. No. Yeah, they have no, French no, no, no. It's not. They call a, a French boxer with the big the big ears. Yeah, what do they call something that? like that. A yeah. French thing. Anyway, it's yeah. a pretty cool dog. Anyway, let's take a break. We hey, come by the way, back. Where's Merle? Uh, Merle wanted to sleep in with Mama because he got wore out at the beach yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk. By the, the way, Bill. Merle's his dog, folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my friend. That's my next door <laughs> neighbor. I'll bring him into the show every once in a while. Leave him with my wife. Yeah. Don't want that bed to Merle, get cold. Merle the, Merle the dog. <laughs> we come Things back. Things get pretty wild in Pontevedra. Oh, I tell you. We'll talk to Bill. And Lester and you, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Let's bring up uh, Hall of Famer Lester because I'm going to edumacate you fellas. Oh. Okay, even Lester. Morning, Lester. How you doing? How you doing? Morning, Lester. Morning, fellas. Morning. So, Morning, Lester, I, I bring up Spray 9, and these guys don't really know what Spray 9 is, do you? I know you? what Spray 9 is, but I just don't use it very yes, much. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, here's a no, little, a little I mean, history. That, you know, a little history here on Spray 9. Huh. 1956, it was the first company to bottle a cleaning solution in a spray bottle. That's what I remember as a kid, like back in the really? early 70s, was a bottle of Spray 9, the squirt bottle. Mm-hmm. And that was like the only thing that we ever had, a cleaning solution that you squirt, that you had the little pump sprayer right. thing, you know? And it had the little, it wasn't the trigger thing, it was the push-down thing, okay? Going mm-hmm. old school. That's so in the early days was used on automobiles to clean tires. That's where I remember, because my dad was fanatic about cleaning his car, okay? Mm-hmm. For cleaning tires, white walls, upholstery with less effort, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then became popular as a household cleaner. Disinfectant was added to the formula in 1968 to kill germs and viruses, et cetera. Hmm. And then over the next several decades, they expanded the line. So uh, like 60 years, they've been in business. So I'm surprised yeah. that you guys don't remember Spray 9 way back in the day. I don't. Never. I just remember seeing nope. it. I, we never yep. used it at our house. Oh, dude, dude no. my, my dad had bottles of Spray 9. Always. You got to send a big old couple of cases of it up to Washington. They sure need some well, cleaning I mean, up there. Well, today you think of we, you spray um, Simple Green on tires or something, right, right. to clean them. Right. right. Well, back in the day, it was you would spray because, you know, what, what did you have on tires in the, in the 70s? You had white walls, man. It was oh, white yeah. walls and raised yeah. white letters, yeah. right? right? I mean, that was big. Yeah. Spray yeah, nine mm-hmm. was the thing that. Got them shiny white. Okay, I don't know. and have tires. I was using retreads. <laughs> yeah, really. I you was know. liking to have air in my. Well, when did Armor All come out? Um, I don't know. I mean, because oh, that's I just remember using Armor All. I don't remember that until like the eighties. Yeah, well, that would be I, I might be wrong. Okay. You know, I, I tell you, anyway. uh, the uh, Jeff, the, those pictures, man, that they were uh, they were awesome, man. It got Martian out of YouTube and. And man, I went way back in the Amish. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> the Amish country there. pictures. Yeah, yeah, the Amish country that Tara had the pictures of on Facebook. Yeah. That was just, I mean, we went to YouTube and before you knew it, I mean, we were 
often to you know watching them hew logs and stuff. Yeah, the 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 wild thing is, uh, you know, as you're, awesome. as you're riding down a country road, okay, and there might be a couple Amish folks walking down the road, and there might be some that are in a horse-drawn carriage, mm-hmm. and you know, country courtesy, you know, you couple fingers up off the steering wheel and give them a wave, mm-hmm. you know? First couple times I did that, didn't really get any response. I'm no. like, well, maybe they can't heathens. see it. You're heathens. Yeah, maybe they can't, they can't see it. Heathens. So then I started doing the whole hand off uh-huh. the steering wheel wave. Being a little more obnoxious. Well, not obnoxious yet. <laughs> I know. You know, just, you know, more yeah. of a, more of a, hey, uh-huh. you know, wave the hand up off the steering wheel. Didn't get anything. I no, said, they're right. not going to wave it. Right, so <laughs> now let me do the the next step was the obnoxious wave. Hey, right, uh huh. Okay, nothing. No, they're not going to wave. Stone horn. cold. <laughs> <No>. Stone cold. <laughs> I thought I'd get you know, you know just like maybe a you know like a you know the two fingers. That, hey, you know you how know. you doing? Back yeah. home, back home in Pennsylvania, my mom. Uh, she was a postmaster at a post office in Lancaster County, and that's you know Amish country as well. Mm-hmm. And the Amish would come to get their mail, and they'd park their buggy in the parking lot, and their horse would always crap all over the all over the parking lot. And then, of course, they never clean it up; they just leave it. Uh, but anyway, they come inside and would not talk to a soul. Like like you'd be in the same place, and they would just make it awkward. Yeah, I mean, so, it's tough. Yeah, from they, that standpoint, I, it's tough. It, it's weird that uh, how Jeff's talking went with the the picture, the one picture Tara has with the uh, with the Amish couple on the left hand side of the road, the little two lane road y'all are on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's weird. I thought that sound. I was like, I wonder, you know, Jeff got a how are you today? <laughs> it's kind of crazy you brought that up because uh, mm-hmm. I know where I've been south of Chicago there at Ren Lake Reservoir. The, Amish community there they're not well you know uh, people around here don't don't really care for them yeah I, I mean I look I, you know, I because I they're, think, they're very rude yeah maybe it's rude but I mean look I don't have any problem with the, somebody who wants to stay to, to their own I don't, oh, yeah, no, I don't no, have I, any I, issue I with that at all I, I, I agree but you know the, our southern you know how you doing you know I didn't hang out the window and go hey how you doing? <laughs> yeah. How you doing? What they probably the would have looked at me cross-eyed and said, <laughs> yeah, "Oh my goodness." Jeff, uh, not not to say what I said last week, but I wanted to run this by you real quick. Uh, that the guys know about it and they can talk to you off the air. I Mar- I was leaving to go out of town uh, weekend before last, and uh, walked out of the house with my pistol. Marsh and I just discussed. Uh, gun safety and i'm not kidding you a box of new shells in my hand fell on the floor my that uh, bow went off she thought i shot my pistol in the house oh have you ever in your life heard of the round going off like that no never is that crazy jeff that's scary mm-hmm. is what that, that is. happened buddy and i've talked to police talk you know fan, you know plus my family i talked to kevin and Curtain him last one. Never in my life. Yeah, I've never heard mm. that either. Crazy, That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. crazy. And these are uh, these are top of the line. You know, I'm not going to say the company, uh, but uh, top of the line bullets, hollow point. You know, not they weren't. You know, target right. You know, reloads or it's just nuts, man. Scared yeah. the living crap out. Yeah, of it's me. good. Nobody got hurt. 
Hey, man, but y'all, y'all have a great week. All right, buddy. Thank, God you. Bless. Thank you, Lester. Yep. Go Omnis. Yeah, uh, we got to take a break. Uh, we come back. We got Bill and Chris on the lineup, and then you nine zero four six four one ten ten, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. About pe- people saving money on the outdoor show here, the, yeah, uh, the Nimnik Outdoor Show. And so, uh, look, uh, if you've been thinking about storing your boat trailer with Stack M Storage, now's the time. We're going to help save you some money because they're running a special. Where the first month's rent is only a dollar, okay? and there's no long-term obligation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the big difference between the old bait and switcheroo tactics. Okay, yeah. they're not playing that game. Yeah, first month is no a dollar with no long-term obligation. Mm-hmm. There's no secret there. Okay, and they'll come pick up your trailer, wash it, store it, safety inspection, bring it back to you when you need it. What's better than that? Okay, just call Pat. At 962-9605 to get signed up. Again, that's Pat at 962-9605. Or stackmstorage.com. You got it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Bill's got a joke. Oh, goodness. You know, old Top Gun was kind of, eh, a little better than eh. Okay, let's see what uh, what Bill's got. Good morning, Bill. Morning. Uh, first time, long time. All right. The, uh, guy, guy walks into a bar. He orders 12 beers. 12 beers. Okay. Okay. Light uh, beers or full full blown uh, beers. Budweiser. Okay. He ordered twelve beers, and uh, <clears throat> he starts chugging one right after the other. Bartender says, "Man, you could slow down on him." He said, "Well, you wouldn't if you have what I if you had what I have." He says, "What is it you have?" He says, seventy five cents." <laughs> <laughs> Funny. That's pretty funny, Bill. That's good. That's yeah, good, that's man. good, Bill. That's Clean good. and good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's All right. Good. No, I said that's hard to do sometimes. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here, here's one real quick one. Oh, what do you, what do you call a nun in a wheelchair? Oh dear, I, I'm afraid. Hold on. Virgin, whoa, 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 whoa. Say, say, give me the question again. What do you call a nun in a wheelchair? A nun in a wheelchair. Uh-oh. Uh, what? Virgin Mobile. <laughs> oh, boy. You knew it was oh, going yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, you're done. Thank you, Cut him off. First yeah. one was good. First one was good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that one was there. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good. It always goes there. Yeah. 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 It's like, damn. You know, you're when you're on top. You ruined it. That's right. It. Yeah, you you yeah, it. that's you right. Yeah, yeah you, you do. Dro- I agree. Drop the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. um, fishing tomorrow. Uh, just real yep. quick, uh, you remember the story that I was telling you guys? Uh, Kirk, I don't know if you heard it or not. I'm telling you about it. Uh-huh. I mowed the food plots. Uh-huh. You know, get them. And I, what I'm trying to do is to mow them a couple times so that there's still food. You know, we talk about not cleaning the plate, sure. not killing mm-hmm. the food plot yet. So I'm right. mowed it. We mowed this year, this time. The cowbirds came again. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Eating okay. grasshoppers. Dude, have you ever seen a cowbird eat a mice or a rat? No. It is the funniest thing you've ever seen. Really? This cowbird had uh, one of them caught a, a, you know, a mouse. Yeah. You know, mouse is probably about the size of your thumb. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, then there was a bigger rat. And when they kill the mice and the rats, they got these long beaks, you know? Oh, yeah. And they're, like, stabbing them. <laughs> and so they drop them, and then they stab them. 
and then they drop them and they stab them again. And I don't know if they're trying to piece them up or if they're, but anyway, the smaller mice was like swallowed whole. Yeah. And I went, oh my God, he's like fired up, right? He's, yeah. And he's all, you know, shaking and his face doing all that kind of stuff. And then, then one of them got a big rat and I'm like, no way. No way. Is he going to try it? And I, I happened to be going around, you know, in the, around the field and I was mowing. So I didn't see if he actually ate it or not. Have you ever seen or heard no. of a cowbird eating like a, not a mouse, but no. a rat? No. No, no, I've seen them eat lizards and oh, they yeah. eat those big old giant locusts. Yeah, oh those yeah, big old giant grasshoppers yep. you see in the food plots. Yep. You know, you know, you know what I've seen, and I still don't understand this. I've seen, and I've seen this quite a quite a few times. The first time I thought I was seeing things, I've seen anhingas eat catfish, and I'm, I, and, and they take them head first, mm-hmm. and and that catfish has got those, yeah, the spines. three spines they're sticking that'll, straight out, they'll wear you and out. They, they, Swallow. What does? The anhingas. Anhingas. Really? Commerce, yeah. Huh. It's unreal. Wow. Never, I, I mean, I've, I've seen, seen them. So I've they have it. to do it head first, obviously, because if you That's don't, right. you because can't get obviously, those Obviously, to their fold neck down. muscles are, are strong enough that they fold those fins down. Mm. But I, for the life of me, I'm like, I, you know, the first time I saw it, I thought, hey, I ain't going to eat that catfish. Isn't nature yeah. amazing? I yes. Mean, and and uh, when we were driving around checking all the ladder stands, you know, we'd swing by box stand at a field you know mm-hmm. just to check it and one of them went wanted to check because it had an owl in it not the one that had the babies but this is the one that when mm-hmm. i went back and the nest seemed to be abandoned well I pull up to it and all of a sudden an owl flies out i'm like what i thought he left it well man there was they, they, the the poop and the pellets. stink and, yeah. and the owl pellets are like oh yeah, Goodness. it's awful. It's like oh. it's, it's like like when you go by a bridge that that where pelicans are always at. Yeah, it's the worst god awful smell. Yeah, there is. So the the cool Pungent. thing, yeah. the cool thing is, is that uh, I remember when I came back, and I was telling my son Dylan about the owl pellets, which for those that don't know, okay, uh, owls poop like birds. Okay, they got the white poop, you know, just like they are a bird. You know, it's like birds, right? Yeah. Well, when an owl eats something, and let's say it eats a rodent, like a mouse or something, swallows it, all the bones and hair and things that, that don't digest, they hack them up. Just like a cat. Yeah, they hack them like up a in, hairball. In, in a pellet. Yeah. And that's what they call owl pellets. Yeah. And so I was telling Dylan about this, and he goes, Dad, he goes, don't you remember in school we did? I'm like, what? And he goes, well, yeah, we, we dissected owl pellets. So I guess kids in school sometimes will do that. They'll take these owl pellets and dissect them. So hmm. if there's any teachers out there that's looking for owl pellets to dissect, you I've got them. A, I've, no, I've got another stand that had the, the <laughs> pair with the babies. And I told, I sent Gerald up there to, to check it out because uh-huh. he hadn't seen it. I said, dude, you got to go up there. Maybe they'll, they're still there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're growing up. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe the owls would be, you know, mm-hmm. on their own, but they're still coming back. And yeah. He opened up that shooting house. He's like, "Oh my god, oh, you know the stench." <laughs> yeah, and it had dead rats and there's, you know, poop and feathers and owl pellets everywhere. So if any teacher is need in need of owl pellets, give us a call. And, and I'll, I'll if you're you in the, the middle of pellet. breakfast right now, we will <laughs> yeah. welcome you to the outdoor show. Yeah, you're but I mean, that's cool as a kid. Panera I mean, bread, cinnamon toast bagel to do <laughs> to do a science project to where you're you're. Okay, so opening up something did, did, to did, see and, what and, it and, ate. In your science class, did you 
Ever do anything? We like? did frogs. We, we did, did frogs. We did frogs. That's we did, we did frogs. Yeah. But that's I mean, an owl pellet would be cool to kind of see what is actually that's not digestible. Or what you could identify. Yeah, what you yeah. would try to maybe figure out. Right. And so that would be fun mm-hmm. as a kid. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays you, you go to the store, and this is kind of crazy. They sell you these archaeological things, and you chip away this stuff that's on, uh, that like it might have a dinosaur in, embedded in this piece of clay, you mm-hmm. know? And so you, you actually, the kids get to be ar- like archaeologists. Mini archaeologists. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I would, if I'm a kid, I'd rather be diagnosing or dissecting owl pellet a part. real owl pellet. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, Look, I found a rat hair. Toys yeah. R Us thing yeah. that's got a mini. This is front teeth. Yeah, yeah. it's a bone. Yeah, wouldn't it be freaky if you dissected an owl pellet and all of a sudden you found like a finger or something in there? You know? It's like us when we fillet fish. I mean, you yeah, fillet a curiosity I, of a what they Sometimes I just got to see what's in there. Me too. If if, if if I reach down there and I feel something in the belly, I'm like, oh, I got to cut it. Open. I got to see what it is. I got to see what it is. I got to see what it is. And they'll eat the weirdest things, yep. man. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I cleaned a redfish one time, and I, we used this as like a trivia question, but it had like six things in its belly. And, and the, the, the two that people didn't get was a shrimp mammy and a ribbon fish. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's always. And then that one time I caught that trout, and it had a whole Martian. Ate a whole Martian. <laughs> now, some people might have right? heard you. Okay, marsh okay. hen. Marsh hen. Marsh hen. Not a Martian. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking Martian. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Whole Martian. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Even that big green head. Yeah. 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 And it was like it, the, the whole. It was like a twenty-two inch trout, and its belly was like eight inches around. Whoa. You know, and I was going, "What the heck is in oh, there?" Yeah. I mean, can you imagine it, Mar- just kind of swimming across top of the water? Oh, I remember. Can they eat it like like catch them live, or Hell do they yeah. have to eat them like dead? No, no, I guarantee he was swimming swimming across the creek, and huh. just like a top water plug. I remember as kids, we would catch largemouth bass. Oh yeah, and a lot of times you'd see in, in the spring when 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 the mother duck would have little ducklings, and little ducklings would be swimming across the top of the water. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. And they'd oh, eat yeah. them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they'd eat them. Yeah. yeah there's a big bass. Video, video, if you search uh, like yeah. YouTube or whatever, you can see that. That's they'll crazy. They'll eat those ducks, man. In a minute. Yeah. In a second, buddy. <laughs> I mean, poof. You're going, dang, I man. know. Wow. I wonder if a, if a, if a largemouth bass mm-hmm. got bit by a moccasin, does it? Die? Where did uh, that come a, from? I don't, I'm just thinking because, you know, like yeah. we're no, talking I, about I, bass I think eat a right. lot of things, they'll right? Eat them. I guarantee you'll eat them. But but if it if the snake bit it would it I mean does it impact the fish like it does I don't know it's like wildlife humans? like like you know you a rattlesnake know. will hit a hog and it won't kill it it's like they're it'll immune get, to it it'll get uh, inflamed it'll get a, yeah it'll get a, a, so a not, sore. not to be gross gross but whenever we, you <laughs> know, we had our hog farm and and you know a hog Let's, first, they love snakes yeah they'll 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 kill the moccasin. But the, they got bit a lot of times. Yeah, they'd or, swell or, or, up. And, they would rot. Yeah. Their face would rot. It was. But they it, would it, live. They would live. And eventually heal. They would. It, yep. Yep. But it, 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 was, it was awful. But I'm just curious yeah. if, if a moccasin, rattlesnake, bites a largemouth bass, you know, a younger snake, and a bass is thinking, look at the size of that worm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whammo. And then the snake turns around and bites it. Does, does a fish know. get impacted from the venom like. Uh, a mammal. I, don't know. I, I just don't see how a snake could strike underwater. Well, I mean, well, if he swallows oh, it, I mean, you just bite him. 
you know, in the belly, trying to get it away. Snake would bite underwater. (laughs) Internally bite him. That's okay. what I'm thinking. We're getting really deep on this. I mean, I think yeah. it'd be cool. To, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if, has that ever been studied in science or nature? I don't Dave, know. Dave, got to talk to Dave Edwards. He'd know. Dave wouldn't know anything. About oh, yeah, yeah. Scotty he, Brown would I be the, the closest to that. How about the, speaking of snakes? How about that giant python? Oh, that Kyle's was guy awesome. Yeah, for folks, if you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook, Instagram page. Kyle said it was gigantic. He Kirk said there are more pictures to come. He, uh, yeah, I need some better pictures so that we can add to well, it. Well, apparently, there's more Fort than Myers, one. Fort Myers? Uh, between Fort Myers and Naples. And this is a python they found? Where yeah. did they find this thing? Around some pond in this neighborhood. And Kyle said... That, so this is like a residential community. This giant python was yeah. just hanging out? And he said that there... He sent me a text yesterday. I said, do you got any better pictures of this? And he goes, oh, there'll be more. Like, there's more snakes they got to go get. Oh, apparently, oh. they've got this area, and they found a, a number of these big old giant pythons. Wow. And so the neighborhood, I guess the neighborhood's like, you guys got to come get, trap get, these get, things and get, get them out of here. Wow. And I that wonder, one that guy's got right there is ginormous. I wonder if there's like a uh, place you can sell those things to for their skin. Well, the you FWC know, like had a bounty. Yeah, they had a right. bounty. They had a bounty. Yeah, but I mean, just, I wonder if anybody buys the snake or would take the snake. I'm sure. To take the just skin like they to do make, rattlesnake boots you know, or whatever. Like cowboy yeah. boots, I'm you sure. know? Yeah, they I'm don't, sure. I mean, they got python yeah. cowboy boots, right? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that I'm sure you could do that, especially be, South Florida. Yeah, you know that's crazy. Oh, I mean, when you get called for a, a snake, and all of a sudden, how how long do you think that was? Did he say it was? <laughs> he didn't say. I just said, "You got any better pictures?" He said, "No, but I'll have some tomorrow." Apparently, he's going over there today because there's some more of them, and he said they're pretty big. All right, before we take a break, let's t- uh, yeah. go go talk to Lee real quick. Okay, more Lee. Hey guys, <laughs> I want to. Uh, Make a recommendation for y'all about a book. Um, I'm sure y'all know who Stephen Ranella is. Well, oh, he yeah. has a book. Uh, he has a book he's put out now called Campfire Stories. Campfire and, Stories. Yep, Campfire Stories. It's stories from all across the U.S. It's like seven or eight of them, and it's about people in the outdoors and their near-death experiences while they were in the outdoors, either hunting, fishing. And you got to get the Audible book because he actually has the people that survived these things tell the story. Oh, really? And, who, who's the author yeah. again? Steve Rinelli, who does uh, Meat Eater. Okay. Yeah, the Meat Eater guy. Okay, I got you. And it's one of the, I, I went in, in the garage last night and started listening to it on my earbuds and going to fiddle in the garage for a little while. I sat there for five hours <laughs> listening to the entire thing, you know, sipping brown water. And some of the stories are just like, yeah, I've done that, and I won't do that again. Yeah, that's a, um, it's an audio book. I don't think it comes in a real book, or at least I don't see one. I'm on Amazon. Yeah. It's called uh, Meat Eaters, Campfire Stories, Narrow Escapes, and More Close Calls. Yeah, it's, I mean, not to give anything away, but it has one story in there where two guys were spearfishing, and one guy had to actually shoot his buddy to save his life. So I won't Ooh. go any, any more than that. Just listen to it. All right. Um, and if you walk through the woods, whether you're, I know you are bow hunters, it, after listening to that, you won't knock an arrow until you absolutely have to. Yeah. Awesome. Heard those uh, Thanks for the suggestion. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, yeah. I, want to, I wish they had it in book form, though. I'm not a big audio book guy. Man, I love that, yeah. though. I tell you what, I, I, I dig it. Because, you, you know, the will I, to it, survive of some of these people, um, it just shows you what the human can do, what you can make yourself do. 
when yeah. you when you see that death's knocking at the door. Yeah, I hear you. That's yeah, a good yeah. book. Thank you, Lee. All right. Thanks, Lee. All right, uh, one more segment to go here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And, folks, don't forget, at the Nimnik family of dealerships, you always get a best price guarantee, okay? Nimnik will meet or beat any written offer that you bring to them, and on top of that, you always get the best service, the best price, the best selection with that best price guarantee at the Nimnik family of dealerships. Go to uh, Nimnik.com to learn more and to see the inventory of new and used vehicles. And uh, one more segment to go. Jeff Logman, Captain Kirk Waltz, and Captain Kevin Favor right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, Steve Hatchie River Club, if you're yeah. looking for a little getaway, just uh, take a little short drive on over to the Gulf Coast and uh, Steen Hatchie and get your place at Steen Hatchie River Club and you won't be disappointed. I'm looking forward to going over there sometime in the winter. I'm going to go over place. there and do a little fishing. I can't, I, I, Terry and I can't wait to go back over there. A little R&R. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, on our Facebook page, a Cast for Kids tournament out of St. Augustine. Yeah. Uh, tell the folks about that. because then They can go to our Facebook Instagram page so and take a look at some of these pictures. It's, it's, it's a nationwide thing, but it's the first time we've ever done one here locally. Um, Mike Beauregard put it together. From Mike works for Ring Power. Ring Power was a big sponsor. The Outdoor Show was a big sponsor. Um, I think we ended up having 17 guides. Oh wow! Um, don't donate their day. That's you cool. Know? And and uh, we had one or two kids, and they are special needs kids mm-hmm. uh, per boat. And the cool thing was is that um, I was the camera boat, so I got to go from boat to boat to boat and talk to the kids. Oh, and, that's and, fun. And it was nice. And if you if you I get chills just thinking about it. Um, Carrie Carrie volunteered. For the tournament, so she was at the tournament site, and then and then I was I had my boat doing the, the camera thing, but uh, to, just to the experience of watching these kids. Mm-hmm. First off, even being in a boat, yeah, you know what I mean, boat rides, um, you know, and it was, and they they told us they look look it's scheduled. I'm looking for at the pictures three. now. It's, pictures are great. They're great, aren't they? And yeah, those are all great. from those are all from the captains, you know, awesome. sending us uh, those, those pictures. And, Very uh, nice. They caught some nice fish. They caught too. some great fish. They caught some. I, I was. Uh, the uh, I think his name was Jesse, the kid that caught the redfish. Yeah. I mean, I was uh, I was anchored up right next to him when when he caught that fish. One of the kids so, caught a a bonnet head. Yep, and bon- that the kids had to be like, oh my god, oh yeah, shark. a shark, Look at shark. shark. Yeah. A shark. <laughs> and then and then the other the other picture of the little girl driving the boat. Oh, that's I, precious. I thought that was awesome. The smile on her yes, face. Yes, yes, yes. So She's it just was beaming. It was it was a fantastic day. It's going to be bigger and better next year. Um, we tried to do it in in April, but I, April's weather was horrible. Yeah, and and the funny thing was, is this was last Thursday. It ended up being a perfect day. There was a breeze blowing. Um, you know, everybody fished for two or three hours. Everybody caught fish, and even the people that didn't catch fish, some of the kids just wanted to boat ride. Yeah, you know. So yeah, probably was, some of their first time ever being in a boat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is pretty special. Yeah. It was. Yeah, but the it, smiles are just. Isn't it great? They're contagious. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. It's a fantastic cause. So um, I'll, I'll let you guys know when it comes up next year, um, because like I said, it's going to be bigger and better, and uh, it, it's a great cause. Yeah, that's great good stuff. Great cause. Yeah, and as long good. as as long as the kids get to bend a rod, it doesn't matter whether it's a gaff top sail cat, a bonnet head you know, shark, yeah, it red doesn't make fish. any difference. I no. mean, just throw out some dead shrimp and, and let them oh. let them reel. Well, in like something. you said, some of them probably never even been in a boat. Right. 
you know, right. just being in a boat and going on a boat ride is yep. a thrill, you know. Yeah, and it's it's first class, man. They bring the kids in there. They they, um, they good for, good for ring power. Yeah, you know, good on regard. ring power, man. Yep. It's awesome. Yep, you know, ring power has been a a sponsor of ours for a long period of time, and we love the, what the they do. Yeah. And, and that's awesome that they would be a big part of that. Sure, it's good stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, by the way. The waters that were along the beach, last week I mentioned this on the air, and this week still there are a lot of sharks. There are a ton of sharks, bro. Oh, right everywhere. now along our beaches. I'm, I'm just telling you. And I'm not telling people to stay right. out of the water. I'm not going to tell I, you what I, to do. I'm right. just telling you to be aware. I, I've always said that. I'm not trying to scare people, but I will tell you this, and I've said this earlier on the show. I have never seen this much bait on the on the, on the beach in years. Yeah. I mean, years and years and years. Well, and here's a tip, it too. It's solid. If yeah, you're if you're new to the beaches, if you're new to the ocean, and you see all that bait, don't go wading in the middle of it because you think it's cool. No. Don't do it. Yeah. Or to get a closer look. No. You know? No. The sharks and the kingfish and the jacks and the other predatory species. Bluefish. Bluefish. They're, they're in there eating their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if you wade in there with your feet that stay in your tennis shoes all the time it might look like the bottom of a fish <laughs> and they might bite you don't do it you know? very true yeah. yeah we saw and i remember it was a couple of years ago a friend of ours michael got video where the shark was so shallow that he went down and grabbed the shark by the tail yeah yeah i've in, seen that in ankle deep water yeah and i was like are you kidding me yeah well, in the last couple of weeks, there's been moments to where you're seeing sharks in that ankle deep, knee deep water. Yep. And you're going, slinging coquina. Yeah. 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 You're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Is that what I just thought I saw? I mean, they uh, talk about most shark attacks are knee deep or shallower. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you think about that, get stirred uh, and, up, and, they and, can't and not see, that, they just but, bite but them. We need to do a quick weather. Yeah. <laughs> um, because with the weather report that we're getting ready to get, there's been mullet. Up and down the beach. All right, okay. Weatherport brought to you by the Bearded Pig, best barbecue in Jacksonville, period. And we're getting a couple cold fronts pushing in. Mm -hmm. And that's going to change our weather because you got a, one cold front and another one right behind it. West winds today, 5 to 10, becoming northeast. That's the front. And then tomorrow it's going to be north 5 to 10. Monday, north winds 5 to 10. Tuesday, southwest winds 5 to 10. And then Wednesday, west winds 10 to 15. I mean, that's uh, yeah. two significant fronts. Yep. Which can activate even some more feeding that, along the shallow water. That was my point. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Ties brought to you by Angie Subs. Ed, I'll be swinging by today to get Chip a Peruvian mm -hmm. to get me a my wife kick me out, and I don't know what Dylan will have. He'll probably have a Doctor Bag. So, so will you get everything put on the side? So that that because because you're not going to eat these till tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to talk to uh, because that's I'm going to talk to them about it. Yeah, okay. Because you know, there's certain things you want to have. Yeah, you, you don't things you don't, don't want to have. And, and this is coming from Kerry, by the way, because I've, I do this. Um, it, it's it's better to get it put on the side mm -hmm. because that way the next day yeah, you if you want to do yeah. eat the other half or whatever, mm -hmm. you just put your condiments on and the uh, angie subs tides report at 10 23 a.m here in about uh, 25 minutes got a high tide at mayport that's a 5.09 at 407 p.m at your low tide that's a negative 0.41 tomorrow in the early early morning at 4 44 a.m before even daylight it's a negative 0.37 low tide 
And the high tide is at 11.14 tomorrow morning, late morning, about midday. That's a 5.14 high tide. That's your tides. Report brought to you each and every week by Angie Sub. Jeff, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. Welcome to Moe's Southwest Grill, Steen Hatchie River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Shimano, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Co. Builders, Tire Outlet, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Coastal Equipment, Thick Pen, Claude Cadillac, Peter Pig, Ring Power, Circle K, and of course the Nimnik Family of Dealers. Folks, remember anything you do in the outdoors? Always think safety first. See you. See you. See you. Go for Mexico.